serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. time for Hallsville Indians football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Hallsville Indians pregame show on the exclusive home for Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last game's highlights, set the stage for kickoff, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Hallsville Indians. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Hallsville Indians football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hallsville Athletic Boosters, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, and Zealous WBGT. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Hallsville Indians football on the Indians Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field of the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. Back at home for Hallsville this evening, and hopefully the home cooking will come with it as Hallsville looks to bounce back after dropping to 1-1 one one following last Friday's defeat to Centralia. And we're just about ready to find out if they can do it. Welcome in, everyone. Happy Friday on the Show Me Sports Network. Ben Schmidt, Justin Kraft, like always, excited to bring you tonight's coverage of your Hallsville Indians football. And I think there's still some good things to take away from last Friday night's defeat, one of them being the way the offense stepped up late in the game. But they've got to play better, and they can't have the big momentum swings like they did in the second quarter last week where Centralia was able to drop 20 points and really take control of that football game. Yeah, you're definitely right about that, Ben. And this one's going to be a very intriguing matchup going up against Boonville, who beat Marshall last week 42-6. to So we got a treat on tap for everyone here tonight, and especially for ourselves, because this one is a battle of two high-powered offenses and this one is going to be a slugfest, and we will see what Hallsville can do tonight, especially on the offensive ball with Colton Nichols, the juggernaut. Just about 20 or so minutes away from Hallsville and Boonville here on this lovely Friday night. We've had good weather for all three games so far. There's really not a whole lot of clouds in sight, a couple off in the distance, but that's about it. So we should be in store for some good weather here on this Friday evening. Hopefully you're listening with us on the Show Me Sports Network. If not, here at the stadium. And with about 20 minutes to go, we're pretty packed here. There's a lot of fans. Student section is clearly having a jersey-themed night. I see a Mahomes jersey. I think I see a Saquon. There's some good variety down there. A couple of Hallsville jerseys people have got on. So Yeah, they are stuff. here, and they are ready to cheer for their Indians. And the student section is actually named the Tribe, so they are going to be very into it tonight for Hallsville. 
Well, we don't want to hold you any longer from getting to hear from your head football coach, Justin Conyers. We're going to take about a 30-second break, and then when we come back, hear everything he had to say prior to tonight's game. He'll be joining us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. All right, welcome back, everyone. So now, like usual, as we do on the pregame show every Friday night here on the Show Me Sports Network, we'd like to welcome on head football coach Justin Conyers. Coach, how are you doing this evening? Doing good. Been a good week of practice so far. Been great weather and I'm really excited about this matchup. Today. So want to hit on practice a little bit to get things kicked off. So you have the loss last Friday, 26 to 20 against Central. Your guys' first loss of the season. But you immediately seem to preach long season ahead, early loss. It can't hurt us if we get right back on track. What have you seen in practice? How have your players responded? Uh, I feel like, you know, I said last Friday night that I felt like we lacked the attention to detail thought that was the, the big cause of some of our mistakes. And, and you know, a lot of young guys and new guys in places that haven't been there before in some of those big-time games. And so, you know, we, we try to make practice as hard as possible so that it's a little bit easier for them to handle the pressure during the game. And so we cranked it up this week. Uh, we've had a, a few distractions with the JV game being on Tuesday and kind of having not as many numbers on a Tuesday practice as I'd like to have for, for a varsity game. But, you know, back on Wednesday, I mean, we really cranked it up and we had a really solid practice. And I felt like our guys really understood, like, where we were trying to get with them being detail-oriented for this week. So it kind of felt like during that second quarter last Friday where the momentum really swung. Centralia scored the 20 points to take the lead, and turnovers kind of played a big role in that. There was an interception thrown, a couple fumbles. But with so much talent on your guys' offense – do you think a quarter like that where you were just careless with the football is more of an outlier than more of a common occurrence and that's something you can fix? Yeah, I definitely think it's something to fix. And here's the thing is it's really, really strange. Uh, when you look at our program historically over the past four years, that has been the week. Week number two has been the big turnover week for us. Uh, we're big on statistics and stats, obviously. And uh, we've looked back and we've had upwards of five turnovers in week two before. And I'm not sure whenever you go through week one, you're playing a, a quality opponent in every single year that we've had this uh, since we've been here at Hallsville, and we're not turning the football over. And we're scoring a, uh, you know, scoring a ton of points. And then all of a sudden, week two comes around, and we want to turn the ball over anywhere from three to five times. And it, does, it just doesn't make sense, but it's, it is, it's glaring. Uh, I mean, numbers don't lie. It's right there in front of our face. So that has been ball security has been something we really appreciate this weekend. You know, those are things that we'll take care of, we'll get better at. Um, you know, and hopefully, you know, getting some guys back at some key spots for us will help solidify that for us. All right, so something else I noticed a little bit, a lot more on the defensive side of the football is, so you have, like I just brought up, the second quarter last, we gave up the 20 points. Then second half, you go all the way, all the way down into the last minute of the game where you don't give up a point. You got, held them off the scoreboard until that touchdown drive. And it was the same thing in week one, too, where he held um, Palmyra to six points in the second half. 
is there something that you're kind of noticing that has led to those strong second half? Something that's being said in the locker room? Or what's your kind of thoughts on your second half defense, which has been really strong? You know, for us, we always pride ourselves as a coaching staff on the ability to make in-game adjustments. I feel like uh, I don't care what level you coach at. If you're not able to make those in-game adjustments that really help your guys, um, you know, be able to understand what you're trying to get to and how you're trying to get to it, uh, I think that then you're you're really you're, you're lacking, and I, that's something that we make sure that we're prideful in. Like I said, and I think you know the past the past two games we've really done a good job of making the second half adjustments on both sides of the football. Uh, I really think even with offensively, we were able to make some really good in-game adjustments this last week too. But definitely on the defensive side. You know, we just got to tackle better. That's what it's come down to in weeks one and two is just poor tackling, uh, bad angles, and not finishing. And so that's something that, you know, we have control over and our guys have control over. It's attitude and it's effort. And that's what we talk about. That's what you have to bring defensively is you got to have relentless effort and you have to have an attitude that you want to get to the football and be disruptive. And so that's something we've gotten back to this week is I told you on Friday night, it's going to be back to the basics week. Nothing crazy that we're doing. We just want to make sure that we are fundamentally sound for this football game tonight. So let's pivot a little bit more towards that. When I ask you first, you mentioned it on Friday a little bit when we talked after the game, and I want to see what more you have for us since then. Can you provide us with just a little bit of an update on your running back, Harrison Fowler, and where he's looking at health-wise? And I've been I've been crossing my fingers and, and keeping positive thoughts and vibes for that young man uh, because as our, our senior leader at that spot, at running back, that's something we've been missing big time. You know, you got to think about we go into our, our week one, we don't have him. Um, then our backup, Abel Tanish, goes down in the first quarter. And so now all of a sudden we've got two kids that have never played one snap ever of varsity football playing in that spot, one being a senior, one being a sophomore. And so, you know, just having that veteran running back back would be great. And so where we are right now with Harrison is it's going to be a game time decision tonight. What we're going to do is we're going to put him through all of our pregame warm-up and stretch, and we're going to see how he feels. We're going to push him a little bit, and if he's ready to go, then he's going to play. Uh, he's been cleared by the doctor to do so, but it's kind of really up to him if he's ready to, to pull the trigger and get in here. So what I'm, I'm thinking we're going to see tonight is I think you're going to see him out on the football field. I don't think it's going to be a carry-the-load night by any means, but I think his presence out on the field is really going to energize our offense. All right, so now talking a little bit more about the team that you're going to face in Boonville. Just three weeks ago, saw them at the Jamboree, which is a little bit unconventional. I know you're not taking away a ton from that, but, I mean, like I said, unconventional to see a team so close together twice in a row. Can you talk a little bit about that kind of aspect of it, of trying to take maybe a little bit of what you saw in, that, in those 18 plays, but then um, keep them on their heels? Yeah, you know, for us in the gym, we're pretty basic at what we do, and I know Coach Up is too. You're not going to come out there and, and show all of your details of what you're going to get to, and, and we know what he does a really good job of is scheming up something um, very creative offensively versus us. He's done it the past couple of years. Last year they opened up in the conference championship game with a double reverse, throwback pass, uh, kind of flea flicker type play, so we're, we're expecting something to be up his sleeve for tonight's game too. So, you know, us, us being so familiar with one another, this is just a lot of fun in this football game. So, you know, it's like we, we know each other inside and out. We know schematically what we do, um, you know, and so it's just really making sure that our kids are prepared to go out and play the best that they can. And very and like we said, I know he's going to tell his kids the same thing. You're going to have to be detailed tonight because you're playing a really good football team. If you're playing a super athletic team in Boonville tonight, this got guys that can take it the distance at any time. So we got to make sure that we're wrapping up defensively and we're flying our butts to the football tonight. 
So speaking of, of Boonville having a very athletic football team, one of the players I kind of noticed a little bit this week was uh, wide receiver Dakota Truce. I mean, if you look just through the two games, 102 receiving yards per game and 61 rushing yards per game. So that's someone that's someone who's doing athletic, both running and passing game, five total touchdowns. Whether it's him specifically or other athletes on that Boonville offense, what are you guys kind of looking at in terms of, of, of stopping them? Well, we feel like Dakota's a big-time playmaker for him. I think that they want to feed him the rock. I think if you get Dakota going for him, they feel like their offense kind of flows through him. Uh, and then, you know, quarterback Colby K does a really good job delivering football down the field as well. He's he's done a tremendous job of growth, in my opinion, over the past two, two years, you know. Um, you know, that's one of the things that's playing Boonville in Week 9 last year. I got to see a lot of film on him, watch him develop and grow, and I just see him growing and becoming more confident week in and week out. And I think once you get – you know, him going, you get Dakota going, um, and they are even lining Dakota up with Wildcat with a direct snap in it to him and let him run the football for him. I mean, those are their guys. And so we've got to make sure that we're keyed in and zoned in on those guys. And then we're not allowing anything to get behind us on the back end and not not honoring the other athletes. So building on that a little bit, I mean, it's a Boonville team that's coming off 42 points that they put up last week. How do you think you'll, you'll try and maybe slow that momentum maybe out the gate, at least to start on Friday night? Because they're coming in with an offense that's that's feeling good right now. Oh, definitely going to be feeling good. You know, they got a slow start in week one versus Pleasant Hill and then came out and played really solid last week versus Marshall, you know, a, a larger school than them. So, you know, that builds confidence anytime you get to play up a little bit and play somebody and go on the road and, and get a big win the way they did. So this is going to be one of those games, I can tell you right now, that it doesn't matter if it's in week three or if it's in week nine. It's going to be a game that you want to watch because it's going to be a great matchup tonight. And so our, our big thing is we have to get a faster start defensively. I feel like we've really started slow the past two weeks and, and really not found our way, as we spoke about earlier, until we get to the second half and we, we go, we're able to dial in some of those adjustments. I think we need to do a better job making in-game adjustments during the first and second quarters so we're not giving up those points that we've been giving up early on and kind of getting ourselves in a hole and I'm a big momentum guy, and I feel like the momentum's kind of been taken away from us offensively the past week. And so I uh, want to try to keep that momentum going both sides of football tonight. And I feel if we do that, you know, we're going to be in a spot where we can go out and be successful. So now I want to switch to your guy. We haven't really talked about Colton Nichols, your quarterback, a whole lot um, so far on this one. But I want to look back at the end of last week, coming off the mat to lead that fourth quarter game tying touchdown drive. I mean, have been held scoreless since the first quarter to go 91 yards. At least from my point of view, it, it seemed like it, it was a pretty a pretty big moment. Do you think something like that is maybe a, a building block that kind of leaps into this week, although you take the loss last Friday? That's yeah, a character builder. You know, it's what it is. And, and what I love was he, he knew what the, how big that drive was. You know, he came off to me in the sideline and said, Coach, I know it's only been two games. That's the best drive of the season. I said, you're exactly right. It's, uh, you know, whenever you're in a clutch situation, you have to know who you can rely on. You know, and I saw a lot of growth in that drive and we put a lot on his shoulders he carried the ball for 24 carries at 200 yard rushing last week you know and we put a lot of pressure on the first two weeks because we don't have harrison fowler um and you know and our backs being down so it, it's been a lot on his shoulders and for him to be able to to drive us the way he did command our offense and run some clock while we did it uh it was very very good for our guys because a lot of more defensive guys that only play defense to sit over there and catch your breath a little bit but yeah you you got to look at you know, his command that he's taken over uh, for us offensively and not just offensively, but as a leader in general on our football team. So I do want to combine a couple of things you said to ask this next part with Harrison Fowler potentially either being back tonight. 
Um, and although you said may not be a carry the workload night, do you think with him returning to the offense and having that presence, we maybe see a little bit less of the running for your quarterback, Colton Nichols, in an effort to maybe preserve him for the entire season? I'm going to be honest with you. That's the hope. I mean, not right now. I mean, if you look at it, 15 carries in, in week one and then 24 carries in week two, you know, I'd like to keep that carries to 12 to 15 per game for a maximum and, and take the pressure off, like I said, and have some design gifts for him. Everything we're doing right now is designed around him running the football or making a read to potentially run the football. So, you know, having that ability to, to really get our downhill back, you know, back and running physically at an opposing team and taking that pressure off where I know I can have some times where I could just take, you know, I, I can give the ball and let Harrison go. And it allows him, especially after a big run, to really get his bearings back, get his breath back, get himself calmed down and poised back to play you know, for the rest of the series. So, yeah, no doubt would it be nice to be able to have some design gives tonight and uh, take that pressure off our quarterback a little bit to have to make all the plays. Coach Justin Conyers joining us on the Show Me Sports Network pregame show. If you're just joining us. All right, Coach, before we wrap this thing up, wanted to shout this one out. I mean, first two games at home, home crowd showed out. Then last week on the road, it's a show. Like you said they would when we talked last week, home crowd or at least the, the away fans showed out. You guys made it feel like you had a home crowd. How about a little bit of love for, for the traveling fans that I'm sure will be showing out again tonight? Oh, most definitely. If you guys are sitting here listening to this radio tonight and not able to make it out, I'm telling you, it's something to see in our town. Uh, last last week versus Centralia, you know, despite the loss, um, I'm going to tell you, one of the most electric football environments that I've been a part of in high school football, that place was packed out. It was loud as can be on both sides of the of the stands. It was fun, fun environment to play in. You know? and to me, that's what that rival game is all about. When you have two towns that, that are playing each other eight miles apart, that's what it's gonna that's that that's what it should bring. It's that type of environment. And I will tell you what, this environment tonight is gonna be very similar. If you've ever had a chance to go over to Boonville and see the the type of setting they have, they have a really cool setup over there as well. You kinda of play down in the bowl and, and uh, it always packs out about the house and they always travel well too. So we're going to be excited for this matchup tonight. And once again, we thank all of our fans and everybody who's been with us for these first two games. And uh, we hope that you're going to stay with us for the rest of the season. All right, Coach. Well, I appreciate it. Before I let you go, get ready for tonight's matchup. Anything else you want to add in? Uh, no, just thank you guys for everything you guys have been doing with your coverage for us. We really appreciate it. Uh, all the fans that are out there that aren't able to make you able to listen in, we appreciate that as well. So it's not just the people in the stands that are, that are giving tremendous support. It's the entire community, even whenever they can't make the game. So thank you guys for all that you do to, to give us the coverage and thank all of our listeners for, for following us and listening. All right. Well, thank you so much, Coach. Coach Justin Conyers, ladies and gentlemen, best of luck this evening. And when we're back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network, we'll wrap up the pregame show and get ready for kickoff. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Welcome 
Network. Happy Friday, everyone. And hopefully happy Hosville win on a Friday and they can get to 2-1 on the season. It's just about time to find out whether that's in store for us or not as we've got the Indians and the Pirates just about five minutes away from kickoff here in Hallsville. Got some pretty nice uniform matchups here tonight. Hallsville, a little bit different look than we saw at home two weeks ago with the gray tops and the purple pants. And then Boonville on the other side, the classic white jerseys with the blue pants. Makes sense for their color scheme. But who cares about the jerseys? I think what we care about is Colt Nichols in this offense that's about to take the field here in a couple minutes when they get the football. And even bigger, walking out there in uniform, one of the captains, Harrison Fowler, looks to be back and ready to go at running back tonight. Yeah, we'll see what Colton Nichols can do for Hallsville. And it's great to see Harrison Fowler back for the Indians. We are in for a tree. Great weather. Couldn't ask for a better night here in Hallsville, Missouri for this matchup between Boonville and Hallsville. Sold out crowd. The tribe is here, the student section, and we are in for a treat, Ben. So two one-and-one one squads about to go at it, and as they head out to the midfield logo, the Hallsville logo, and do the coin toss, we're going to take a quick break and be back for Hallsville and Boonville. Kickoff is next on the Show Me Sports Network. been listening to the Hallsville Indians pregame show on the exclusive home for Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network. The excitement is building in the stands and the tension is rising on the sideline as kickoff is just around the corner. Exclusive pregame coverage of Hallsville Indians football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. And Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in Mid-Missouri continues as we'll be back with kickoff right after these messages. This has been the Hallsville Indians pregame show on the exclusive home for Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. 247.com Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. It's time for Hallsville Indians football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is Hallsville Indians football on the exclusive home for the Indians radio network, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play -play coverage of Hallsville Indians football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Network Broadcast Booth. Had to skip through a little bit of that one because it is time to kick off and we did not want you to miss any of it. Hallsville is ready to receive. They will start with the football 
And here we go, Justin. Mike is all yours. Take us away, Hallsville and All right, here we go. And welcome. FNF Week 3 here in Hallsville, Missouri. Boonville will be kicking off to Hallsville. So Hallsville will get the opening kickoff. The cheerleaders getting the fans going. Fans on their feet. Here's the kick. And it's up. And it's recovered right away like a pooch kick there by Boonville and Hallsville. We'll start at the 50. Yeah, almost like a surprise onside kick there. It was a bold move by the Pirates trying to steal some momentum early. And Hallsville's going to have good starting field position right away. And Colt Nichols on offense right now has got to be feeling good thinking, hey, we only got to go 51 yards to get on the board first to start this thing. For sure. Let's see what Colton Nichols can do here against the Pirates. Can he sink the Pirates' ship? Last week had a tough time against Centralia in the loss on the road 26-20. to but they're looking to bounce back here against the Pirates in front of their home crowd. And Nichols in the shotgun. Nichols gets it, hands it off to Fowler, and he bounces it to the outside, and there he goes down the sideline, first down and more. Great start for the Indians. How about that? I was just going to say after the play, my key to the game is, is Harrison Fowler looking like the old self, and how many carries will he get tonight? And it's very early, but through one carry, breaks a tackle, shows off the speed to the edge, and turn that corner up the sideline. That is a very, very good sign for a guy making a season debut. Can't do your first carry of the season much better than that if you're Harrison Fowler. Yes, great run to the outside by Harrison Fowler, the six foot, 205 senior. There he goes again, and up the middle, Baboonville able to get it in there, and looks like it will be only one yard there by Harrison Fowler. Good job by Boonville's defense reading that play there and getting to Fowler. Yeah, quite the difference. First run of the season for Fowler goes for 12 yards, and then the next one right there goes right into a uh, whole pile of Boonville Pirates and ends up losing them a yard. Another thing here is how does the Hallsville offensive line continue to get better as the game go on? Because we saw last week they did not give Harrison a whole lot of rushing leads. Can they give Fowler more this week? Second down and 11 here for Hallsville. Colt Nichols drops back. He scrambles, looking, and he just has to get rid of it. Throws it down. No, he's able to throw it down the field, and what catch. I don't think no, they're going to call him out of bounds. Isaac Stinson almost brought that one in down the sideline, but as he fell down, the ball popped out of his hands. That was one heck of a throw by Nichols on the run from about, he was throwing that ball from about the 45 to about the 15 and put it right on the money, but Stinson just had it knocked away at the last second. Yeah, great try there by Stinson to try and haul that ball in there for the catch on the sideline, but not able to hold on to it. Incomplete third down and 11 here for Hallsville. Interested to see if they go to the air on the ground in this play. And Colton Nichols drops back. He's scrambling. Boonville with the pressure, and they're going to get to him for the sack. So what a job by the Pirates forcing the pressure, and they get to Nichols. I'll tell you what, coming off the left side defensive end, Tyson Ellison, right end, was rushing uh, off that left side of the offensive line. That looked to be where the strong side was for Hallsville, and he still was able to get to Nichols before he had a chance to do anything. Kind of explains why Tyson Ellison had four tackles last week, a defensive end, and he got to the quarterback, Nichols, there right away. Yeah, great job by Boonville. They're on the drive. Hallsville is able to get a first down, but nothing else after that. And they're going to have to punt this one, a pooch kick there by Nichols, and he places it inside the 10. It's going to roll to about the six-yard line. Great kick. Yeah, I mean, that's about all you can ask for as a quarterback for a pooch kick. When you're kicking from about midfield to down and near the five-yard line, I mean, 
That's not much better you can do there. Now we can see the Hallsville defense. The last two games, Hallsville defense has taken the field with a lead because Hallsville on offense went down and scored. A little bit different scenario here to face this Boonville offense for the first time and their star receiver in Dakota Troost. Yeah, let's see what Boonville can do. They are backed up here on their own six to start off their first drive of the game. And let's see what the senior can do running the offense. Quarterback Colby Caton. Referees placing the ball on the six. Boonville's offense getting set up. Colby in the shotgun, takes the snap, looking, and he decides to run, and there he goes, and he's going to get about four or five. Good little design run right there by Colby Caton. Yeah, and when you look at this Boonville offense, the two main keys to this is keeping control of Dakota Truce, the wide receiver, and Colby Caton, the quarterback. He may as well be a running back. He's actually one of the leading rushers for this Pirates offense. And with 361 yards and three touchdowns in the last couple games, he's a threat. And when Boonville is on top of things, they are moving the ball through those two players. So Caton, just like Nichols, is a threat to run. And Hallsville is, I would assume at all times, going to probably have to keep one of their linebackers with eyes in the backfield. We'll see whether that's maybe Stinson or Bauer keeping an eye on Caden at all times. For sure, Hallsville is going to have to dial up a, and it looks like we got a stoppage here, timeout on the field. Well, that's big. That's really big for Hallsville because just the second offensive play of the game, Boonville could not get a play called in time. The clock was running down to about one second when head coach Greg Hoff called a timeout. So just about three minutes into this game and two offense possessions, Boonville's burned a timeout. I know it's probably not as big here in the first half as it would be in the second, but if the Pirates have a potential two-minute drive and potentially lose that timeout later on, that could prove large. Yeah, we will see if that timeout will hurt the Pirates 0-0 here, 9-0-4 in the first quarter. Timeout by Boonville. And we were just talking about that defense of Hallsville. They're going to have to find a way to keep an eye on the quarterback for Boonville and Colby Caton, especially the way Boonville put up 42 points against Marshall. I don't think that's what Hallsville wants tonight in front of their home crowd. No. And I'm pretty sure it is jersey night by oh, yeah, all the fans with all these NFL college jerseys. And some, you know, parents wearing their kids' jerseys as well. I'll say in the student section, a lot of the parents are wearing their, their kids' jerseys, but the student section has some interesting ones. Students showed out tonight. Yeah, I'm very impressed. I see a Saquon Barkley one especially, and we'll get back to the field there. And good defense there by Hallsville. And on the carry there. All starts. It's going to back up Boonville even more. Fly came in right as the snap was down. Yeah, so right as this snap there by Boonville a false start and they're going to have to back them up. Well that's big because you go from second and five, very manageable for a Boonville offense that can run the football. To now back them up to second and ten all the way back at about their own six yard line, essentially where they started. And I think I, I'm going to be looking out here for when do they start getting the ball in the hands of Dakota Truce. Someone in just two games has 204 receiving yards and 122 rushing yards. You don't see that often out of a wide receiver. So look for number 11 to have the ball in his hands at all times. And for Hallsville on defense, how do the two big defensive ends, the two seniors, Kale Nichols and DJ Larkin, how do they make an impact on this game? Both already have fumble recoveries for the first two weeks. Can they provide pressure on Caden and stop the run? And here we go. Troost already in the backfield, potentially getting a carry here. Here comes the snap. And Caden's got it. He tosses it to the outside. There he goes to the outside. 
and he's gonna get around, but great tackle there and a swarm of Hallsville Indians able to take him down. Looked like he was only able to get a, about a yard there. So great, great defense there by Hallsville. That was one heck of a job of swarming to the football. It started with outside linebacker Lane and Sievers who burst through the hole. Shoots was able to beat him to the edge, but Sievers slowed him down just enough for the cornerback Weston Grant, the senior, to come down from his position and make the tackle. And to hold a good runner like Schuster just two yards there makes this third down much, much tougher for Boonville coming up. Yeah, third down and nine for Boonville. Rhodes Leonard was wrapped up there on the last play. There is Caton. He throws that one and great catch. And that's going to be a first down down the sideline. By number 11, Dakota Truce. Who else would it be? Back-to-back -back plays. First, Truce gets the carry out of the backfield on the pitch, and then on just a simple crossing route, it was strong right on the offensive line for Boonville. They had essentially two extra men on that side, and it bought enough time for Truce to have lined up on the opposite side of the field to drag his way all the way across, was wide open, and then turned it up to the sideline. You essentially go for about a 15-yard gain there when they needed nine and move the chains. Yeah, well-needed first down there for the Pirates to keep the drive alive. And Caton here directing the offense. Direct snap to Caton. There he goes up the middle, quarterback keeper, and good job by the front four interior the defense of the Indians, and it looked like Caton was only able to get one or two yards there. It's interesting what Boonville does with their lineup because traditionally Rhodes Leonard is the running back, but on a lot of these plays, they have Rhodes Leonard motion out as a wide receiver, and number 11, Dakota Truce, comes into the backfield to take carries. So it's an unconventional style. There's a lot of athletes on this team. I wouldn't know if I'd call Dakota Truce just a wide receiver. He's more of an athlete, and you heard a couple coaches do that last week as well for Boonville. So actually picked up three yards, second down and seven here for Boonville. Boonville getting the call in from the offensive coordinator. Wildcat looks like Truce is going to take the snap here. So Truce in the Wildcat formation, he gets it, and there he goes, break, breaking free and gets a couple yards, and what a run there by Truce. Yeah, that was nice work there, running to his left all the way. And I will say, good work there by Halsell. That could have broken out to an even bigger gain, but uh, they did a good job swarming to the football in order to keep that from going from even a bigger play. So Truce actually picks up the first down, so that's going to keep the drive going for the Pirates. Boonville taking their time. A lot of three wide receiver sets for this Boonville offense. Even though they're running the football with Truce in the backfield, you can pretty much count on Rhodes Leonard, Jackson Johns, and the third wide receiver is Ross Brackman have been in on just about every play. So Boonville getting set up here and back in the Wildcat formation. There's Truce again, and he bounces it to the outside. And oh. what a tackle. Landon Sievers, well done, young man. That's a hard tackle to make. He bursts through to that right side, and when it looked like Truce was going to turn the corner, Sievers comes in and drags a bound by the jersey. Yeah, great tackle there by Landon Sievers, able to get Truce for a loss of about six. So key here coming up for this Halswell. They've got Boonville backed up second and 15. Can't let them make this a manageable third down coming up. So second down and 15 for Boonville. Let's see what the defense can do here. Can they find a way to get to Caton? Caton looks, he throws, and complete. Nice work right there. Blake Griffin kind of just found a little hole in the slot, and he gets the ball and immediately turns it upfield, and that's not going to get the first down, but it's going to make it a very short third down upcoming. 
Yeah, so third down and four here for Boonville. Boonville really taking their time, making sure to use the clock and not give the ball back to this high-powered Hallsville offense and Colton Nichols. Blake Griffin there on the reception on the last play. Caton fakes the toss to Truce and then gets the first down. And what a job there by Caton and keeps the drive line another third down conversion for the Pirates. Yeah, just getting north and south there for Caton and just realizing where the first down was. He needed to get to about the 45 or so and just right about at that yard line, turned his shoulders, squared forward and fell ahead to the 47 yard line. Biggest thing here for Boonville is they've only got managed to get the start of their own six. They've only picked up 40 yards, but they've wasted now over five minutes. And this seems to be the plan for this Pirates offense is to melt the clock and not give that Hallsville offense a whole lot of possessions. Yeah, Boonville with it here on their own 47. There goes Caton again, direct snap to him, and he takes it right up the middle for about six. Boonville was strong left there on that play. Essentially had eight guys blocking as almost every wide receiver outside of Truce was playing on the line of scrimmage. And Caden took one quick step like he was going to run to the right and then worked off those left side blockers. And Halsell did a nice job. Uh, I, I don't believe that every man was body on body. And that's how they were able to get Caden before he was able to get much more than five yards. So second down and five here. Like you were just saying, Ben, the Pirates are taking their time. There's only four minutes left here in the first quarter, and they are building on a six-minute-plus drive. There goes Caton to the outside. He throws deep, and it's caught at the 30-yard line by Ethan Watson. What a catch on the sidelines by Ethan Watson. Yeah, Caton right there showing off the arm ability. Almost immediately scribbled out to his left side. And when he's rolling to his left, closing in on the 48-yard line, delivers that one on the money inside the 20. So now Boonville continue to be on the move. That's their biggest pass play of the game. And that's a little bit worrisome. Excuse me, not inside the 20, inside the 30. So it's about a 20-yard pass. And it was placed right into the hands of his receiver, Watson. So Watson had just one catch last week. He's already got two plays where he's touched the football on this first drive. And Boonville showing so far that they can move the football both through the air and on the ground. Hallsville... I know it's still very early. He's going to have to make some adjustments because Caden right now in this offense are kind of keeping Hallsville on their heels and off balance. Yeah, Caden is controlling the tempo for the Pirates and driving this Pirate ship deep down into Hallsville territory just outside of the red zone here on the 27-yard line. And let's see what Hallsville's defense can do here in official timeout. So... Both teams catching a breather, and Hallsville fans trying to get themselves pumped up by the cheerleaders yeah, they, to try and help out this defense. They need a player or something to get the crowd back into it because there's really not a seat to be found when we look down below us on this home sideline. But uh, with the way Boonville's been moving the football, not a whole lot to cheers for yet. Really, the biggest play we've had so far is Landon Seavers making a tackle in the backfield on Truce a moment ago. I'll tell you what, though, Seavers really closes on the football quickly. You can see why he's also a wide receiver. It's because he's got some speed, and you can count on those black green gloves falling to the football. So here we go. Caton gets the snap. He hands it off to Truce. There he goes to the outside. There he goes. The 10, the 5, touchdown, Boonville. 
Yeah, you can see why Truce had such a great season. 27-yard line, takes the handoff, running from right to left. And once he bounced up that sideline, there was no one that was going to catch him, and he tiptoes his way into the end zone for a 27-yard rushing touchdown. So great drive there by Boonville to start off the game with six. And Truce, he turned it from two gear to one gear, and he turned on the Jets, and no one was able to catch him on that Hallsville defense as he bounced it in to the outside and took it to the house for six. That was just too easy. And I think now this may be the first extra point. No, we saw one last last week in Centralia. But regardless, Boonville's trying to kick. So Boonville, here's the extra point. Snap, hold, and kick just barely gets through the uprights. Looked like it might have been tipped, but just I, I, able to get over the goalpost there, the, cr the crossbar. So Boonville up 7-0 to zero here in Hallsville. We will take a quick break here on the Show Me Sports Network. Don't go anywhere. And I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge. Thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt, and we are here in Hallsville for the Hallsville-Boonville football game. Boonville drives all the way down the field, 94 yards for their opening drive to go up 7-0 on the Hallsville Indians. So Boonville kicks it off back to Hallsville. Hallsville takes it and they only get to about the 33 yard line is where they will start here for their second drive. And the offensive line really needs to protect Colton Nichols here on this drive if Hallsville wants to get back in this game and uh, tie it up and get something going. Yeah, things to look for on this drive. Number one, can Hallsville control the clock on this drive? Coming off a drive where their defense was just on the field for six-plus minutes, what can they do to give those guys a breather and keep Dakota Truce and that Pirates offense on the sideline? And number two, what will Colton Nichols do through the air? I think you'd like to see a little bit more development in that category. He does have the three passing touchdowns, but a couple of them have came when they ran the ball all the way down the field and then he threw on once they got close. So what are we going to see through the air on this drive out of Nichols? Yeah, here we go. Nichols hands it off or he actually keeps it himself. He fakes the read to the running back, then goes to the outside and gets about two or three. That's a nice play by Nichols to turn that even to a gain of three yards because he was had defenders in his face in the backfield and once again shows off the agility. It's hard to remember a time when Nichols is running the football when he's brought down by the first tackler. He's just so good in open space. And now in a second down and seven, do they stick run again or do they try and go to one of the talented receivers in Hallsville? Seems like more often than not, they're lining up Aiden Lamkins and Landon Sievers, the two top receivers on the same side of the field. Yeah, let's see if Hallsville can figure it out here. Second down and seven. See if they go to the read option like they did on that last play by Colton Nichols. And he hands it off. There goes Fowler. And that's going to be about two or three yards. So Boonville doing a good job keeping everything in front and not letting Nichols and Fowler break free. 
Well, Hallsville has been a lot of runs left side, strong left towards that left tackle, DJ Larkin, all-conference second team last year. But I don't know whether it's him specifically or it's just the offensive line of a whole that is having trouble because Boonville has been pretty much on the runner right away. And I would have to guess it is led by right there in the middle, number 74, Braylon Ellison. He towers over a lot of that Hallsville offensive line. So third down and four here for the Indians on their own 39. Nichols gets the snap. He goes to the outside. He's looking for some room. Stiff arm is made by Nichols. He bounces it up the sideline and finds a way to get the first down and more. Great run there by Colton Nichols. Yeah, that was that looked all the way like he wasn't going to be able to get those four yards that he needed, but put a couple moves on, and he had great recognition of where the sideline was. He was headed towards it all the way, but then stuck the right foot on the ground, cut his way back inside, and then right after that, it was just getting north and south. He knew where the marker was and got past it, got up to the 48. The shiftiness and the juking of Nichols gets the first down for the Indians, and the fans love that shouting first down here we are first down and 10 now the Indians on the 48 yard line snap to Nichols he keeps it it goes right up the middle and there he goes the 30 the 20 the 15 and he's down at about the 13 yard line what a run by Colton Nichols quarterback option there and he breaks free read option once again Nichols taking it right off the gut and there was the speed in open space that's really the first time we've got to see him show it off. But once he got about five yards past the line of scrimmage, it was a foot race indeed and goes all the way down to the 16-yard line. That's probably the big play that this offensive needed. They've been moving it in chunks four or five yards at a time. But when you rip one off there of about 30 yards, I'm sure that's going to be a momentum killer. But I didn't even see this. There is a flag done on the field, and the way the offense is backing up, this play I don't think is going to count. Neither you or I saw it. The scoreboard had changed that to down at the 15-yard line. But sadly, I don't think that's going to count. Yeah, so now Hallsville having to move the football back after the referees call a holding call after Nichols broke free and was off to the races and was tackled at the 15-yard line of Boonville's, but now are going to be backed up. The referees are now talking about this holding call here. A lot of Hallsville fans not happy about that call. And let's see what happens here. Will they pick up this flag? This could be a shame because the uh, ball was snapped at just about the 48-yard line, so we're looking at about a 36-yard run there. But now you potentially negate that and back Hallsville up 10 more yards. That can go down as a 46-yard swing and a big momentum killer for an Indians team that is currently trailing by seven as we near the end of the first quarter. This is a long discussion. It was very interesting to see. And now yeah. they're going to go and have a discussion with Hallsville head coach Justin Conyers, and they so, are picking up the flag. Yeah, you're right about that, Ben. They pick up the flag. So all the referees come in to the 50-yard line to talk about it. They actually pick it up. So they change the call, no holding. And Colton Nichols' big run will stand. And now Hallsville is in the red zone having a big opportunity here late in the first quarter with 52 seconds left on the 17-yard line to punch it in for an opportunity here of getting seven on the board. Yeah, that's absolutely huge right there. Like I mentioned, a 46-yard swing potentially, and now in the red zone, what can the offense do? Here we go. Here comes the snap. Nichols hands it off. There it goes Fowler. 
bouncing it to the outside, but a swarm of Pirates taking him down, and that's going to be a loss of two. I'll tell you what, this Boonville defense closes on the ball quickly, and it's not just one guy closing on the ball quickly, it's everyone attacking whoever has the ball, and not that the two previous defenses that Hallsville has played in Centralia and Palmyra haven't done that, but I can't necessarily say that they've done it with the same speed, and I think that's what's limiting the success of this Hallsville rushing game so far. Very impressive so far how this Boonville Pirates defense has been able to contain Nichols and Fowler so far here in the first quarter. And that is something that the Boonville head coach cannot complain about and Greg Hugh. So there's the snap. Nichols drops back. He looks over the middle and incomplete. Yeah, that was a tough play because he had a man right in his face as soon as he dropped back to pass. Couldn't see exactly who that was. One of the men who got in there was 92 who we don't even have a number four on our roster but the other swarming in there very quickly getting a hand in the face of the quarterback Nichols was Ethan Watson and although he was trying to get it to Xavier Stinch in the tight end just didn't have enough arm on it it fell into fleets yeah Colton Nichols right there on second down trying to get it to Xavier Stinson so now a third down and 12 for Hallsville they call a timeout here 47 seconds left in this first quarter Boonville's up seven nothing and let's see what the Indians can do here. Yeah. Third down and 12. This is a big play and a catalyst play if the Indians are able to convert this third down and long, third down and 12, and find a way to try and punch it in and get on the scoreboard. I like this timeout call right here just because at this point in the ball game, as you wind down near the end of the first quarter, you really could use a score right here. And why not take your time to draw up one of your best plays when you need 12 yards? And I think another thing that you're saying in that huddle right now, guys, is, hey, we're not probably not going to kick a field goal here, so don't look at this as we need all 12 right here. If we can get eight on this third down and make it a fourth and four, with our runners that we have in Nichols and Fowler, you have to feel really good that they can pick up four yards on a fourth down play. So I think that's the big key right here is you'd love to get the 12, get even more, and get the 19 to get in the end zone, but you don't need all 12 right here. And I would love to see what they decide to do, potentially getting Nichols on either a read option or whether or not you're going to use one of those three receivers. It looks like both uh, Xavier and Isaac Stinson are in on this play along with Severs and Lampkin. So all four pass catchers are in. And I think Nichols is going to go shotgun. Yep, he is. So Nichols in the shotgun here. Third down and 12 on the 19 of Boomville. There goes Nichols. He's rolling left. Nichols looks deep and what a catch. Sliding down by Landon Seavers. What a catch by Landon Seavers. And he gets to the five yard line most importantly. Hallsville needed to get to the seven. They pick up all the way down to the five. That's a 14 yard connection. And Nichols put it to the sliding Seavers in about the only spot he could do it. That's a big 14 yard grab there for the senior receiver. Yeah, what a throw by Colton Nichols to Landon Seavers as Landon Seavers was sliding down along the sideline and was able to haul that one in. Those bright green gloves, what an attraction and what a catch. And here comes the snap. Nichols dropping back and Boonville brings the pressure and they get to him. They read that play perfectly as Nichols tried to go and bounce it out to the left side. And it looked like he didn't get any yards there great stop by Boonville and that's going to be the quarter so Boonville up seven nothing here as we go to the second quarter here on the show me sports network we're going to take a quick break and be right back
Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. Second quarter about to get underway. Hallsville is driving. They are on the Boonville 6, second down and 6, and they're looking to tie it up after Boonville went 94 yards on their first drive of the game to go up 7-0 on the road. Hallsville fans finally getting excited and hoping their Indians can find a way to bounce it in. And I know that student section, the Tribe, is going to go electric if they punch this one in for six. Yeah, this has been a huge drive for Hallsville after giving up the touchdown to Boonville, starting right about their own 30 to work it all the way down to inside the 10-yard line and potentially tie this ball game up is a big momentum changer and the biggest play so far, that 14-yard play to Seavers on third and 12. Here we go, second down and six. Colton Nichols gets the snap, keeps it. Quarterback option to the outside. There he goes, and he is in. Touchdown, Indians. Yeah, that was easy for Colton Nichols. Took one step like he was going to run right and then put the foot in the ground and got upfield to the left side. Excellent blocking over there by a collection of Harrison Fowler, and I believe Xavier Stinson is also over there. Strong left run, and untouched was Nichols into the end zone for a six-yard rushing touchdown. That's his seventh rushing touchdown of the year. Yeah, Colton Nichols doing what he does in dropping Nichols. And another touchdown, another rushing touchdown for Colton Nichols. And it looks like Hallsville is going to go for two. They're going to try and take the lead here early in the second quarter. And Nichols gets the snap. He hands it off. And there goes Fowler. And he's in. And put two more points up on the board for the Indians. Make it eight to seven. Good work there on the two-point conversion. Blocking was strong and half hour up the middle. Had to work for it, but it was able to punch it in. And four seconds into the second quarter, Hallsville has got a lead. So great job by Hallsville there. Second drive of the game, able to punch it in for six and then get the two-point conversion. Now eight to seven here in the second quarter. And fans liking that. And the cheerleaders getting them all pumped up. Yeah. I want to go back to that third down conversion play because that was the key play of the drive, I would say, more so than the rush, rushing touchdown by Colton Nichols. Coming out of the timeout, had the extra time to drop the best play, and it was a designed rollout left all the way for Nichols, get him to use his legs, and he's shown that he can deliver an accurate ball on the run, so I think that's what led Coach Conyers and the coaching staff to have trust in that play. And the wide receiver on that side, Landon Seavers, ran essentially an out route slash comeback route. He was working back towards the football. And Nichols rolling that way, had a tight coverage there on Seavers. You can't even blame the quarterback, who I believe was Jackson Johns. But Seavers went into a slide, and Nichols put that ball right about above the turf. And the connection could not have been stronger there. And exactly when Hallsville needed 12, they pick up 14. Can't do it much better than that. That's why you used the timeout right there. That's right about that, Ben, and here's the kick by Hallsville. They kick it off, and Boonville is going to muff the kick, and they're going to be able to recover it. 
So Muff kick there. And Boonville gets very fortunate there that they're able to come up with a recovery and they are going to start at the 24-yard line. That was close to football. Play, I'll tell you that much. Aiden Ski on the kickoff team was flying towards that football and the return man for the Pirates had to dive on it. Just beat that Hallsville safety. Otherwise, we're looking at Hallsville starting in plus territory. Yeah, that could have been really bad right there by the Pirates. Could have been a hole in their ship and they could be sinking here early if Hallsville was able to get that back and go up you've been on top of score. it with the pirate ship references so far <laughs> I'll, I'll give you props for that one that, that was a good one a hole in the ships I mean hopefully hopefully the, the Hallsville can sink that ship at some point in the, by the third or fourth quarter yeah we'll see what they can do here Boomville with the ball. Caton gets the snap, and he keeps it, and there he goes up the middle. Caton's going to get about five or six, and Caton is going to be the plug for their pirate ship because if Hallsville's going to try and find a way to sink it, uh, Colby Caton's not going to let that happen, that's for sure. Nice tackle there by Gage Harrison to hold Caton to just a six-yard rush, and as he made that tackle, you could see someone who I would, I would guess would be his mother wearing a bright pink neon Gage Harrison jersey. That's probably one of the coolest ones we've got in the crowd. That's got to be a custom one for sure. So she was loving that tackle, holding Kane to six on the rush. That is a very cool jersey. Wish I had that myself. And there goes Kate to the outside. And he's got a first down. So right now the Hallsville defense having trouble with Caton. Yeah, I mean, it's this quarterback. It's it's essentially like looking in a mirror when you see some of these big rushing plays by Nichols. It's the same thing with Caton. QB option, and he runs left all the way there. So that was... Uh, that started at the 29-yard line, gets to the 41. So 11-yard gain. You can tell sometimes I'm not the quickest with math in my head, but 11 yards, and that was pretty easy for Caden going left all the way. So first down and 10 here for the Pirates on their own 41-yard line. Can they find a way to keep Caden contained? He hands it off to the running back. That's Rhodes Leonard, and he's going to get about only one yard. Well, the thing that's so interesting to me about this Boonville offense is we see Halsell run the football with such success, but they do it with either strong left, strong right, where you have a tight end on the line of scrimmage, you do that Xavier Stinson, and sometimes even one of the other wide receivers motions into block. But on essentially every play, Boonville's got four wide receivers. It's just the five men on the offensive line that are blocking for these rushing plays, and they're still having success. So Rhodes able to get two yards there. There's Kate, and he drops back. He looks over, and there's Truce. Truce gets the first down and more. And my goodness, is Truce having a game so far, and he's making his presence felt all over out there on the football field. Yeah, the thing with Truce is, one, number one, he gets open, but two, when he has the ball in his hands, he is shifty in space. Took that one to inside Halsell territory down to the 46. Not only moves the change, but that could have been a, a few more yards shorter from where he actually fell down, but he was juking and diving his way forward for extra yards. It just seems like he's going to be a hard player to tackle on the first attempt. Kind of what I always say when Nichols breaks the first tackle, it seems like Truce is that same sort of shiftiness. So here we go, first down and 10 on the 46-yard line. There goes Kate Nakin. But that time, the defensive line of the Indians able to get to Caton, and he was not able to get any yards there. Looks like that's going to be right back to the line of scrimmage. And there was a whole pile of gray and purple jerseys over there to try and bring all down the quarterback, Caton. I think that's one of the best we've seen in terms of getting towards the football. It seems like every time Kane takes off, it's four or five yards past the line before he's met. But that time, the defensive line, strong penetration. Jake Crane was one of the first in there for Hallsville. 
and helped hold uh, to a gain of nothing there on first down. Yeah, so second down and 10 here for the Pirates. Caton getting the play call. Looking over at the sideline, takes the snap, hands it off to Rhodes. There goes Rhodes up the middle, bouncing it. Excuse me, that was Truce, and Truce again making his presence felt, and he turns it up and finds a way to get the first down, so Boonville keeps on marching down the field. Yeah, Rhodes Leonard is listed as the running back for Boonville, and we see him out there on a lot of plays in the backfield, but you might as well call Truce for running back as well because he's getting just as many carries. Uh, you, you expect to see Truce has got the yellow and green gloves receivers on, one on each different hand, and you can pretty much expect the yellow and green to be touching the football on almost every play. Yeah, you got to watch Truce, and it looks like we got a penalty. We do. There is a flag on the field, and it looks like it is going to be a false start on Boonville. Another long drive here for Boonville. Got it just to start the second quarter, and they've ran this thing down to eight minutes and 20 seconds. This just does not bode very well for Hallsville who typically scores quickly, and then to have Boonville come back out and run these long drives, picking up five or six yards at a time, and we may be sitting at halftime with Hallsville only touching the ball for three drives at this rate. Looks like they are gonna rule penalty on the offense, which is big, just because Hallsville needs any help they can get in slowing this Pirates offense right now. You see, you see right now why this team scored 42 points last week. I mean, when they're when they're rolling and you have the combination of Caden, Truce, and even Leonard out of the backfield, it's it's an offense that's hard to stop. But as you heard on the pregame show when we talked to Conyers, their halftime adjustments have been very key so far this season, and hopefully that's something they talk about in the locker room. So false start on the Pirates, and Caton's got it. Caton looks deep down the field, and it's caught by number 12, Jackson Jones, in the middle of the field. What a throw by Caton to Jones. Yeah, Jones was wide open right up the seam for about a 20-yard gain on that one. And although he was hit immediately, found the soft spot on that one. And by the time someone from Hollins was able to go over and bring him down, I believe that might have been Xavier Stinson who made the tackle. I couldn't see exactly who it was. But regardless, an easy, nice 18-yard gain on that one for Boonville continues to move the football. So, so far, it's been Boonville. Yes, Hallsville has the lead, but their defense has been on their heels. Boonville here, their second drive of the game. They are driving. There goes Caton. He gets about one yard. But they're on the 20, they're in the red zone, and Ben, this doesn't look good for Hallsville. Not, it's defense here again early. Not in the great yet, that was a real nice tackle there. Multiple men got to the football for Hallsville, but that was all led by Xavier Stinson coming down from his linebacker spot to make the tackle. So they were all over that run. And it's, it's really interesting so far because Hallsville, from one play to the next, it, it will be the exact same play a run with the quarterback, Kane, because we've seen him rush the ball so much. But on one play, he'll immediately take off, and there'll be four or five guys there around the football. And on others, he's six yards down the field before a Hallsville defender even realizes he has the football. Yeah, let's see what the defense can do here for Hallsville. There's Caton. He's got the ball. He bounces it to the outside. He pitches it to Truce, but Truce is only able to get back to the line of scrimmage there and it's going to be third down he actually lost one yard so it's going to be third down and about 11. that was a nice play there on the ball as both larkin and the cornerback grant had to wait and see whether or not caden was going to pitch it or keep it but then once he did give it off to his receiver truce larkin and grant were right there for the tackle and like i said kept truce from even getting back to the line of scrimmage this is big right here third and 11 they've, they've got to get a stop Hallsville does right here 
Hallsville needs a stop. Here come the defense chance. Caton looking. Caton throws and complete. There he goes up the sideline, first down and more. Yeah, that was a beautifully designed screen pass. I believe that was Ethan Watson. And once Caton rolled out right, everyone from Hallsville crashed on Caton, and then that allowed Watson to leak out for the screen pass. We saw Hallsville design a screen like that two weeks ago and it worked perfection. And that one was about just as good. Gets an easy first down there for Boonville to move the chains. Yeah, Boonville not, I mean, Hallsville, excuse me, not able to make the stop. And Boonville gets the first down. What a throw by Caton to Watson. Actually, there, the little setup and a first down and goal now for Boonville. I don't even know if that was Watson. I actually think that that might have been Blake Griffin, one of the other receivers for this Boonville team. who's had two big catches already. And now up the middle. And that was Caton. And Caton able to get a couple yards, but not able to get into the end zone there. Second down and four on the four-yard line. Well, now inside the five-yard line for this Boonville offense, needing just four yards to get into the end zone. They've got three downs to do it. You'd have to think they're going to keep running, and it looks that way with Truce lining up in the Wildcat. Let's see if Hallsville can find a way to stop Boonville. Caton with the, or Truce with the snap. Truce gets it, and it's just too easy. He pretty much just walked it in there without even being touched, and again, Truce puts a touchdown on the board, his second of the game. And that's back-to-back -back drives to start off the game for Boonville with two touchdowns. Not what you want to see if you're a Hallsville Indians fan or the Hallsville defense. Yeah, two rushing touchdowns already for Dakota Truce as he continues his monster start to the season. I mean, when you see a wide receiver with seven touchdowns through the first two and a half games, that's, that's putting up numbers right there. And you can see why Boonville's had some success on offense the last two weeks. So here comes the extra point for Boonville. And that extra point is good. 14 to eight with 5.07 left to go before the half. So a long drive there by the Pirates and they pad another touchdown onto the scoreboard and are now up 14 to eight. Let's see what this Hallsville offense can do. But we are gonna take a quick break here on the Show Me Sports Network and we will be right back. Attention Indians fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Hallsville by becoming a member of the Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Your gifts help provide all Hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Hallsville Athletic Boosters this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Hallsville Athletic Boosters or email them at HallsvilleAthleticBoosters at gmail.com. Let's go Indians! Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business 
Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network, week three, FNF. Pirates up 14 to eight here in Hallsville on the Hallsville Indians. Boonville just kicked off there after they went down the field and patted on another touchdown up 14 to eight now as Hallsville will get the football at about their 43 yard line. So let's see what Colton Nichols will be able to do for the Hallsville Indians here. We are in for a treat. This one looks like it's going to be a barn burner, and we're going to have a good game back and forth between these two high-powered offenses, and both teams looking to try and find a way to go to 2-1. and one. Well, Boonville tried that kind of pooch onside kick thing once again, and Hallsville a little bit luckier to recover that one. It was not easy, but now great starting field position almost at midfield once again for the second time in three, three drives. So great starting field position for the Indians. Colton Nichols takes it up the middle, and there he goes. Colton Nichols able to turn on the Jets and he was off to the races and what a run there for Nichols. He is all the way up to the 34 yard line of Boonville. So about a 25 yard run there by Colton Nichols. Yeah, that was nice there by Nichols. QB option, that's the second time we've seen him be able to break through the line of scrimmage on that one. And now you go from just about midfield to now the 16-yard line. Excuse me, not the 16-yard line, the 34-yard line. It was about a 16-yard rush. 34-yard line of Boonville, also once again in business. Only thing I'll say, though, is I don't know how quickly you want to score and put your defense right back on the field. So a 16-yard rush there by Colton Nichols. I exaggerated a little bit too much as myself being a journalism major and not a mathematician. Yeah, we both had we <laughs> we both had our faults in that category. So yes, far, yes. I think once we, we I think we eventually figured it out. But uh, this is an interesting timeout call here by Conyers because it looks like Hallsville never really had complete control of what they were going to do at the line of scrimmage there, and important to make sure they get this right now. Chilling by six. And with Boonville getting the ball to start the second half, I really think you want to make sure that you score a touchdown right here. Maybe you don't take the lead if you don't get the two-point conversion, but you really want to score a touchdown here because if you don't, Boonville can either go down, double-dip, get a touchdown here, and then to start the second half, but at the very least potentially get one to start the second, and Hallsville's looking down a two-score deficit. So I think there's a, not, not necessarily pressure, but an emphasis on Hallsville to be smart with this drive, avoid any turnovers at all costs, and either knock this thing up or jump back out ahead as we wind down towards the end of the first half. Yeah, here we go. Play back underway. Hallsville with the football on their on Boonville's 34-yard line, first down and 10. Nichols takes the snap, there he goes to the outside, breaking tackles down the sideline, and he's able to get the first down, and then he's knocked out of bounds. That, so, was, that was a mean stiff arm right there, I'll tell you that much. As coming down right there was Eli Stock, and Nichols put a stiff arm right in his face and turned that into another first down rush, otherwise that would have been just a gain of a couple. But. Yeah, a big stiff arm there by Nichols, and he shrugged off the defender and was not letting him take him down. Yeah, so now second down and five, excuse me. Stock broke through the line of scrimmage right there, but Nichols was able to beat him to the edge and use that left arm to put him on the turf. Yeah, so second down and five for the Indians. Handing it off to Fowler and there he goes, turning it up down the field and he's able to break a couple of tackles up the seam of that Boonville defense and he's able 
to get the first down. They must have ruled on that previous rush that Nichols stepped out of bounds a few yards earlier than both he and myself thought because it looked clear like he had ran past that, but I think maybe when he was tiptoeing up that sideline, he said that he stepped out. So he didn't get the first on that rush, but doesn't matter because Fowler gets it on the next play. Hallsville driving here. Down 14-8 with 3.54 left here in the second quarter. And Colton Nichols only gets about a yard or two. And then a flag is thrown by the refs after Nichols goes down. And now Boomville, some of the Boomville defensive players are singling, signaling like they have the football, pointing in that. Well, the ball did come out, but the referee immediately ran in and ruled that Nichols was down before it came out. The second that thing popped out, he was pointing down towards the ground as Nichols only got a couple, but even bigger. I'm interested what the flag was. Saw number 74, the D-tackle Braylon Ellison over around where it was tossed. Um, there was also a Hallsville player there as well. Looks like they're going to make the call on sportsmanlike conduct on the defense. Yeah, so oh, nope, it's on both sides. It's going to be offsetting penalties. I thought they were just going to rule it there yeah. on Ellison, but then the ref <laughs> kept going. And so that's going to be offsetting penalties. Yeah, I thought so at first as well, Ben. But yeah, offsetting penalties on both teams there. Think, Personal fouls apiece. I think the other one was on Hallsville left tackle DJ Larkin. So a little scuffle between Hallsville offensive linemen and one of the defensive linemen of Boonville. So now second and ten here for Hallsville. And let's see what they can do here on their third drive as they're marching down the field trying to go up by one if they are able to find a way to punch it in for seven. Or, you know, maybe they'll go for two. But here's this snap by Nichols. Nichols looking, moves left. He's hit as he throws the football down the field. Wide receiver in the area but not able to get to it. Pass incomplete. Nichols got drilled, though. He was looking for Aiden Lampkins, kind of just a Hail Mary pass as he had pressure in his face. It was one-on-one -on -one coverage, but his arm got hit, so it, it did not come out clean out of his hand and fell about five yards short of where he needed to get. Now bringing up a third and ten here, with just over three minutes to go in the first half. You'd really like to see Hallsville make this a, a, a one- or two-point game with a touchdown right here, rather than going into half down a touchdown, and with uh, Boonville getting the ball to start the second half. So a big third down here for the Indians. Will they be able to convert? Third down and ten on Boonville's 27. There goes Nichols off the middle. There he goes, 10-5. Touchdown, Indians. There you go, Colt Nichols, 23 yards on the scramble. Not even the scramble, the design run. And he had a whole lot of green grass ahead as the men in the middle, Garrison Ballard and Riley Barnes, cleared the way for their QB to run that one in. And Nichols gets his second rushing touchdown on the night, his eighth of the season. And the work with his legs dominance continues. And there, there it goes right there, 23 yards. Yeah, great job by the offensive line, opening that one up for Nichols. And he saw green grass. And Nichols drops another nickel here in this game. And now he's got two rushing touchdowns so far in this game. And now it is tied 14-14. That offensive line, they opened up the gates for the Beast and Nichols. And he scored. And now here, Hallsville going for two. Nichols looking and desperately was trying to bounce it to the outside. And then was being thrown down to the ground. He threw the ball, but then incomplete. And Hallsville not able to get the two-point conversion. So now we're all tied up here with 312 
left in the second. 14-14, don't go anywhere here on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be right back. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business welcome back here on the show me sports network i'm justin Kraft alongside ben schmidt three minutes and 12 seconds before we go to halftime it is tied 14 to 14 hallsville goes down the field and ties it up we got a little quarterback duel going on here between Caton and Nichols, both quarterbacks playing exceptionally well, but Truce as well has been an offensive juggernaut for Boonville. He's got the two touchdowns for Boonville, and Nichols has got the two for Hallsville, and we will see what Boonville can do here. Ben, what do you think Hallsville's defense is going to need to do here? Well, I'll wait until this kickoff finishes because he's got daylight. Oh, no. There, there goes he goes. Jackson Johns, and he will bring this thing to the house. Goes about 70 yards on the kickoff return. And just about 20 seconds later, Boonville right back out in front. Oh, my goodness. Boonville's 70-yard kickoff return just like that. And they have retaken the lead. And for a sec, I thought that was going to be a pooch kick by Hallsville and maybe fallen on by Boonville. But, no, Boonville found a way to scoop that one up and scored. And what a kickoff return and what a momentum changer there because now Hall is back down six and Boonville has retaken the lead and their quarterback didn't even need to take the field or their you know standout stud wide receiver Dakota Truce didn't even have to touch the field as well yeah that's a real momentum killer right there is after you have a drive as good as Halsell did go all the way down and tie things up to have the wide receiver Jackson Johns take that one essentially right around 70 yards to the house going right up the middle of that special teams defense for Halls. Well, that's got to hurt a little bit as now not one but two wide receivers for Boonville have gotten in on the act. Struce with two touchdowns. Johns adds one to his credit. And I'll talk a little bit more about that Boonville offense after this extra point. So Jackson Johns, what a kickoff return and what a score. And now Boonville here for the extra point. And the extra point is up and good. So now Boonville tacks on seven. 21-14 with 2.57 left here in the second quarter. And Colton Nichols is going to have to drive his Indians down the field and try and put up a touchdown or put up you know, three points before the half. So now I'll talk a little bit about what you were trying to ask me before that t that return touchdown happened. The QB duel between Colton Nichols uh, for Hallsville and Colby Caton for Boonville has been really, really good so far. Both QBs have played exceptional football and really haven't made any turnover-worthy plays. Neither of them have turned the ball over, and really I don't think there's been a, a throw from either of them or a run from either of them where I thought, okay, that really could have been turned over. They've both been efficient with the football, and Nichols has two rushing touchdowns to show for it like he usually does. That's why he's got eight on the season and although Caton doesn't have the touchdowns to show for it because Truce has two of them on the ground Caton has also been great with his legs and has hit a couple big passes to his receivers so far mainly being Truce and 
Uh, the two were two big weapons for, for Boonville so far, Dakota Truce and Johns now with the three touchdowns. That's big right there. And now can Hallsville make this a tie game going into the half? They've got three minutes to do it. The all offense is certainly capable, but will they be able to essentially turn the momentum right back in their favor? So Boonville kicking it off, and they pooch kick, and uh -oh. oh my goodness. And that ball is free, and there's a swarm of Boonville Pirates and some Hallsville Indians over there, and... I think Hall's was a big be lucky pile up to recover this. Yeah, big pile up for the football. And let's see who's got it. I'll tell you what. Hallsville catches an incredible break there wow. because that one kicked right off the return team of Hallsville. But the men crowding towards the football for Boonville, the way the ball squirted away, they had all essentially ran past the ball by the time it kicked away. So it was time for Hallsville to go and fall on top of it. And now once again, taking over right at midfield, can Colton Nichols in this Hallsville offense go 50 yards and make this a one-score game going into halftime? Wow, yeah, you're right about that, Ben. Hallsville luckily able to come up with the football looked like boomville almost recovered like a pooch onside kick and that went to the outside there goes fowler on the little pitch by nichols to fowler there to start off this drive for the indians on the 50 and gets about two yards excellent tackle there by dakota truce to bring down Fowler right at the 49 so he only gets just one on that pitch play Truce coming down from safety position to make the tackle one thing I will say is this could work out for Hallsville because potentially if the kickoff return doesn't happen Boonville has a long drive goes all the way down the field and scores right before half now at least Hallsville has a chance on offense to score here Colton Nichols gets the snap pitches it to Fowler and Boonville swarms all over him and Fowler is going to lose about four or five yards. Yeah, there was no chance for Fowler right there. Maddox Douglas, the linebacker for Boonville, was in the backfield almost immediately and Fowler really had no chance. There were multiple defenders there for the Pirates, but it was all led by Douglas who makes the tackle in the backfield. And now third and 14 coming up for Hallsville with just under two minutes to go. Interesting to see how aggressive they become right here. Yeah, minute 52, clock ticking. Hallsville with the football on their own 46-yard line. Third down and 14, and a timeout by Hallsville. Going to try and figure out what they want to do here on third down and 14. Pirates up on the road by seven. Yeah, I want to, one more thing, talking, I didn't get the chance to completely finish it, but what I was trying to say is just if Boonville doesn't return that kickoff for a touchdown, with the way their offense was moving the football, it, the odds are more than likely that they have another long drive and potentially entered in a touchdown. And let's say they do with their house, how much time they take off the clock, they probably take this 21-14 lead with no time left. Now if you want to at least be the optimist about it, Hallsville's got two minutes to work with and all they need to do is go 50 yards. And if you go and score here, you're looking at a tie at half rather than be trailing. But it's it's huge right here, this third and 14 play, because with still two minutes left, if Hallsville stops the clock, Boonville could call a timeout right here. Boonville could get the ball back, potentially go score, and then double dip, score coming out of half. And this right here, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, could potentially be the beginning of a spiral out of control if Boonville takes it over and then goes and scores here and to start the second half. So I, I would expect one of the best passing plays in the offense to be called right here on a third and 14 from midfield. You're right about that, Ben. This is a big drive for Hallsville to make a statement and tie it up because Boonville will receive the second half kick and third down and 14. Here comes the play. Seavers in motion. Nichols fakes it to Fowler. He looks deep down the field, trying to get it to Landon. Seavers, and he makes the catch. 
perfect throw right down to the 30-yard line. Nichols had to buy time, and Sievers was really well covered, and that was just a perfect ball delivered by Nichols. One spot where his guy could get it, and he did, and now that's the second time that Landon Sievers has had the big catch on a third down and long. He seems to be the go-to clutch guy, and that'll give them about 23 yards. Yeah, great catch by Landon Sievers, able to come back to the football as a Boonville defender was on his hip. What a catch. There goes Nichols. Nichols bounces it to the outside. There he goes down the sideline. 10-5 and out of bounds. So just like that, a big play to Landon Seavers with those green magnet catching gloves. And then Colton Nichols takes it up the sideline. And now Hallsville is in business in the red zone. Well, two plays completely change how this Indians team is feeling to end the first half. Looking at a third and long in midfield, and now here we go. First to go from the five-yard line. Nichols had a whole lot of green grass there, and he's already had now three or four big runs in the first half, and it's been because his offensive line has paved the way for it. Talked about it. What would they do before the game? They've been great so far. Yeah, first down and goal for the Indians. There goes Nichols. He fakes it to Fowler, and he bounces it in and put another six points up on the board for the Indians. What a score there by Colton Nichols and a, another nickel in the bank. Yeah, Nichols with the read option right there. Had to make one man miss. And I don't even know if he it really made him miss. He just outran him to the end zone. And three rushing touchdowns and one half for Colton Nichols. And Coach Connors before the game said really was only looking about 12 to 15 carries for his quarterback. I think he's going to exceed that at this point. And how can he take the ball out of his hands when your quarterback puts it in the end zone with his legs three times in one half? So Hallsville going for the two-point conversion here with a minute 10 left in the quarter before the half. There's the snap. Nichols has it. Nichols breaks free, and he bounces it in. So Hallsville takes the one-point lead. No need to go for an extra point when you got Colton Nichols, and Hallsville takes the lead here as they add on two points of 22-21 with a minute 10 left here in the second quarter. Here on the Show Me Sports Network. Don't go anywhere. You're in for a treat. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society. Jefferson City Chapter 10. Doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others. Drive safely and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft along, ben, along with Ben Schmidt. A minute 10 left here in the second quarter. We're in for a treat and... The fans are loving it now. They are cheering and hollering. The cheerleaders getting them pumped up. The tribe is loving it. 22-21, Hallsville retakes the lead. And here comes Boonville as they receive the kick in. There he goes and gets it to the 40-yard line. So special teams does a good job there by the Indians, not letting them break free in Jackson Jones for another 70-yard touchdown, which would have been a... Big momentum killer if that would have happened again. Yeah, Johns was looking to make two return touchdowns and two plays, and he had some room to work with, and that's why he was able to get up to the 41-yard line, but then was brought down. So interesting to see how aggressive this Pirates offense is. A minute five to go. Can you go for the double dip? 
he'd have to go 59 yards. So a lot to ask for in an offense that hasn't hit the big play yet. But their wide receiver, their leading wide receiver, Dakota Truce, already has a couple 50-plus-yard touchdowns in just two games this season. So uh, you would have to think that Kate has the arm to air it out, air it out when they when they need to. But just two timeouts for Boonville. Could that one they burned in the first quarter come back to hurt them in this situation? Boonville lining up here. Here comes the snap. Kate with it. Kate fakes it to Truce. He looks over, and it's caught in the middle of the field, and that's a first down. That was a perfect throw on the run. I thought that he was going to check it down right there, but then saw his wide receiver coming across the field. Cooper Pfeiffer was wide open right at about the 45-yard end of Hallsville, and Caden put it on the money. Great catch by Cooper Pfeiffer, and there goes Truce. Truce to the outside. There he goes, first down and more, and then he gets hammered, and ball is out, and it is recovered by the Indians. That is huge because Truce was off and running. He was hit from behind. I'm not sure exactly who it was, but by how pumped up he is, I think that might have been Garrison Power. He knocked it out, and now Halsey will take over with 47 seconds to go, and Truce and that Boonville offense will head back to the sidelines. What a hit by Garrison Ballard, and he knocked the lights out of Truce, and Truce, like we said, was turning it up down the sideline, got the first down and more, but then gets hit by Ballard. Ball comes out and was recovered by the Indians. Gage Harbison was on the sideline after playing defense and the whole Hallsville coaching staff had to yell at him and say, dude, <laughs> you're on the field. You gotta get out there on offense. Looks like Halls was gonna go two running backs in this play. Yeah, he was like, coach, I need some water real quick. Hold on, but he's right back out there and Hallsville looking to try and put more points on the board. 47 seconds left here in the second quarter before the half. Hallsville with the ball, first down and 10 on they're on 31. There goes Colton Nichols, fakes it to Fowler. There he goes, breaking tackles, and he gets about three or four, and then he hits the ground. Ball comes out, but he's going to be ruled down. Well, that's big, because if, if Boonville recovers that fumble, they're in Hallsville territory, but luckily enough, uh, Colton Nichols was down just in time. Interesting to see how aggressive with just 27 seconds this Hallsville offense is. So 27 seconds left here before the half. Boonville down by one, 22-21, Hallsville. Hallsville looking over to the sideline is Colton Nichols getting the play by the offensive coordinator. And second down and three. 25 seconds left here before the half. Indians up by one. Hallsville going empty set, four wide receivers on the play. And Nichols all on the backfield. And there goes Nichols, he gets the snap. Quarterback Reed there, and he goes up the middle, gets about two yards, but it looks like the Indians are gonna go to the half, up by one, and not try and do anything else as this clock ticks to zero. So that will be the half. Boonville will receive the second half kick, but Hallsville is up 22-21 here in Hallsville. Week three, F and F game of the week. And we're in for a treat. Stick around with us here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. 
Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense and now the two of us are ready to recap a little bit of what you just heard and get you ready for what should be a very good second half upcoming thanks so much for spending your friday night with us on the show me sports network if you're not out here at the stadium in front of this packed crowd as it usually is here for these home friday night games for hallsville but let's get into what we just saw for the last i don't know hour or so here on the friday night lights so let's let's get it started with I think we should start with the Boonville offense because they were really humming against this Hallsville defense and I'm interested to see what adjustments coach Conyers and that staff makes in the locker room but when you just look at it up until that truce fumble it seemed like Boonville was headed towards the end zone with just about every play and on their first three drives of the game they go 94 yards cap it off with a 27 yard rushing touchdown for truce then they go 77 yards, cap it off with a four-yard rushing touchdown to Truce. And then don't even need to bring the offense on the field for drive number three because Jackson Johns took the kickoff around 70 yards to the house. So their three first three drives, all three ended points, and that's where the 21 for the Pirates come from. What did you see from that offense all half, Justin? Yeah, it just seemed like you just said, Ben, the Pirate ship was sailing, and they were finding a way to just march down the field and just make it look easy all over this Indians defense and like you said Justin Conyers has got to find a way the head coach for the Indians to get his defense rallied up and find a way to play defense at least sound football and find a way to limit the offensive explosion by truce and Caton with his legs because if they do just that they can find their way to you know another big victory against the Boonville squad who is one and one and this would be a big win for the Indians themselves to go to two and one instead of dropping back to back and falling to one and two. Yeah, I, I'm just interested to see what they try to do when the ball is in is in Truce's hands because it feels like, like we mentioned with Colton Nichols breaking the first tackle every time, that Truce is making the first man miss with ease. And obviously, he's a wide receiver, one of the most athletic players on the field. But it seems like he's having his way with most of these Hallsville defenders. And it's just been some inconsistency, too, with the run defense for the Indians because there's some plays where, whether it be Truce or Caden or Leonard taking the ball, where there's a swarm of four or five tacklers that are right there right there to have them. And then on next plays, there's no one touching them with four or five yards. And I know that's common sense. That's really the story of football. You can't replicate that every play. But what is changing, because it's, it's really the same blocking scheme on every play for Boonville. They're not bringing in extra blockers. It's been five on almost every time they run the football. But what is changing for Boonville? 
Boonville on, on some play to have such easy success, pushing Hallsville back across the line of scrimmage, and then on other plays where Hallsville is able to able to get to the pressure so easily. So I'm interested to see if there's more consistency in that in the second half. But overall, Hallsville's got to keep Boonville from these these long, long drives every single every single time they touch the football here in the second half. Because if if Boonville keeps having these six, seven, eight minute times where they punch in the end zone, the Hallsville offense isn't going to be left with a whole lot they can do when it's then their turn to take the football. Yeah, let's see what Hallsville can do. Colton Nichols has done all he can do offensively for the Indians, but the defense is going to have to help him out if Hallsville is able to take down the Pirates here in this second half and pull out this win. They're up 22-21 to 21 right now. But one thing that I feel like Boonville's got to do a better job of is their special teams. They've been giving really good field position to the Indians, and really that's something that head coach Greg Hugh would like to preach to his Pirates is, you know, if you're the special team's you know, uh, coordinator, really, you got to be telling your kicker, you know, you got to place the ball better because it seems like, you know, their defense has played pretty well. Like, they were doing a good job early in the first half containing Colts and Nichols, but just that good field position has really hurt them. And I think another thing, too, is just more consistency out of out of really everyone but Nichols because we've seen it in spurts. Landon Seavers had probably the two biggest catches of the game, both on third down and 10-plus yards. The 14-yard catch that led to a touchdown early on in the first quarter and then the 27-yard catch that also led to a touchdown in the second quarter. But on all the other plays, those are the only two catches that Seavers had. And then on the, oh, you can look at the other pass catchers, Lampkins and both the Stinson brothers. They've had targets, but there's been plays, whether they're, a part of it is they've been used as run blockers, but other times where they've just been blanketed coverage-wise. So more consistency there. And then you look at Harrison Fowler, 12-yard rush on the very first play from scrimmage for him. And then there's other plays where he's got good yardage. And then you look at certain other carries, we don't have the exact amount of rushing yards he's had, but he's been bottled up right at the line of scrimmage. It feels like Nichols, whether he's using his armor with his leg, is pretty consistently picking up chunks, but everyone else has, has been off and on on whether or not they've been contributors. But I think the biggest key is, is after that first drive for Hallsville where they started at midfield and had to punt it because they couldn't move the football, the offense has been humming outside of that. All three drives since, go 68 yards, Nichols rushing touchdown. Go 52 yards, Nichols rushing touchdown. Then 50 yards and a Nichols rushing touchdown. Getting a theme there, they're moving the football and they're capping it off with a QB using his legs. And I, I think the offense, there's no reason for me to believe that they won't continue that offense success. Would like them to ha have to see convert maybe a few less third downs because they could be moving the football on first and second. But you can't necessarily have everything. So I would expect another strong half upcoming for this Indians offense. Yeah, it's great to see Harrison Fowler back and healthy for the Indians. And we will see what happens here in the second half with Hallsville up right now, 22 to 21. Still nine minutes away from the second half kick. Fans going to get their concessions. The band just played as well. And football is about to get back and underway here in Hallsville. It, it feels like a Friday night in the fall right now. I mean, it's, it's really not too hot whatsoever. We're up. We're a little bit elevated, so we're feeling a little bit more of that breeze. But it, it feels like Friday night weather. I would guess we're probably in the low 70s right now. Yep, at 74. So it's... It, it, it is certainly a Friday night right now when you're here in the band and, and smelling the hot dog. So I'll ask you this, Justin. Who do you think is the key player in this Hallsville offense for the second half? Is it going to be Nichols using his legs, or do you think one of his playmakers is going to step up and help lead Hallsville to some more touchdowns? I think Nichols is going to lead the charge like he has done here in this first half, but I think he's going to have to find a way to really – you know, keep throwing the ball to Landon Severs. He's been his go-to wide receiver one, and he's shown out. 
and shown up, especially with those gloves, the way they show out how bright they are, that light green color, you definitely know he's out there on the field and he's making plays. And I feel like, you know, Boonville's going to find a way to get pressure and try and keep Nichols contained. So he's going to have to go to Landon Seavers or maybe even get Aiden Lampkins involved. We haven't heard his name a lot, you know, in this first half. Let's see if he can make some noise in the second half. And then I think biggest thing looking at the playmaker of the second half for Boonville from Hallsville's perspective is how do we keep Dakota Truch from continuing to beat us? Because on the ground, he's had two rushing touchdowns and seems to be involved in about every play and it seemed to be open most times when he's running routes to his receiver. And I know it's easier said than done to stop him. The first two teams that Troost has played haven't been able to do it because he's had success in those two when, when they got the two games against Pleasant Hill and Marshall. But how can Hallsville at the very least try to contain him? Uh, that 27-yard rushing touchdown that Truce had was just too easy. He bounced it out to the left side. And I think once he turned that corner, it was essentially untouched into the end zone. So I, I would guess that that is the main focus is how can we maybe maybe turn these Truce 10, 12, 15-yard plays into 4 or 5? Yeah, we will see what will happen in the second half as we get closer to that mark as the clock keeps ticking down with 6.41 left here for halftime. Fans getting back in their seats, coming back from the concessions. And this definitely has turned out to be the game of the week. We've seen fireworks yeah. on both sides. And like I keep saying, we're in for a treat. And we are glad all of you listeners are listening to us as well because you are listening to a great game here in Hallsville against two teams who are very competitively sound on both sides of the ball and they want to get a win here. You can see why this one was tabbed as, as one of the best matchups of the week here in uh, mid-Missouri. But two updates you on a couple of things going around in the area in high school football. There are some other ones that are pretty close hitting halftime as well. Battle in Hawaii is facing off. That's just a six-point game at half. Battle's got a 16-10 to 10 advantage in that one. Centralia and Palmyra, two teams that Hallsville is very familiar with because it's the two teams that they face in weeks one and two are having a, not not at too easy of a time scoring points in their matchups. Centralia leads that one 7 to nothing at half. And then we'll turn to Blair Oaks because that one is an absolute blowout just two quarters into that one. And I'll give a shout-out here to Harrison Vapnick, one of the guys that we know through the University of Missouri and KOMU. He tweeted out this statistic. Dylan Hare, touchdown pass in the first half, five. Dylan Hare, complete pass in the first half, one. Wow. That's one heck of a stat for the uh, mm -hmm. South, the the, uh, the Falcons' starting quarterback there, Dylan Hare, as they lead that one 42-7. to not even halfway through the second quarter in that one. So that's a couple update of scores. But outside of that, we're getting closer and closer, kicking off second half of Hallsville and Boonville. Hallsville on front, 22-21, to 21, and they will take the field with Boonville on offense in just about five minutes. We're going to step aside as we continue our halftime coverage here on the Show Me Sports. So we're going to re-return. It'll be just about time for that third quarter to get going. Ben Schmidt, Justin Kraft on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be back for second half coverage on the Show Me Sports Network in just a few minutes. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 
to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor most importantly you're a community member it's our goal to provide you with the latest news sports opinions obituaries classifieds and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need Need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? 
creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. Second half about to get underway. Hallsville is up 22 to 21. The Indians are taking the field, and so are the Pirates. And the tribe, the student section, is getting into it. And I think Jaden Walter's dad was uh, getting the crowd into it. It must be Jaden's birthday. Happy birthday, Jaden, as the crowd was singing to him as the Hallsville Indians that was, took the field. That was some good investigating because I, I heard the happy birthday chance, but I had no clue who it was. So that was that was good to pick that out if, if that's the case, uh, if it is actually Jaden's birthday. Regardless, it's, it's someone's birthday, so happy yeah, birthday because yeah. the whole crowd just sang. So. Yeah, that, and uh, his dad was standing by the fence pointing out to the field. So <laughs> happy birthday, Jaden. And uh, football about to get underway. Ben and I are definitely having fun. The Hallsville fans you, you are having a lot more fun now that they're up on the scoreboard. Yeah, you, I, are you still having fun? You said you're a little chilly. We've got a little wind going. Yeah, on. Said, you, you know, may, I'm, I'm from Texas. I'm from down south. So when, you know, a little wind gets going, I get a little chilly. And, uh, yeah, that fall weather and that wind right now, it's a little gusty in my opinion. I should have worn jeans like you myself, Ben. I, I I was a little nervous about breaking them out because yeah. we, we were in the, the high 70s yeah. earlier this afternoon, but I, I think I may have went with the right call. We should cherish this, though, because if, if you don't know, we are calling this game from the roof of the Hallsville press box. And if, like we all hope, Hallsville makes a deep playoff run and hosts a couple games here in late October, early November in this stadium, we could be up here in some uh, pretty frigid temperatures. Right? Oh, like, yeah. Maybe I'll cherish what we've got right now because it is – if if we could take these conditions where it's not too hot, not too cold every mm -hmm. Friday for the next two months, I think I would uh, I would sign that contract. Yeah, for sure. I will definitely be bundled up in six to seven layers if we are here at the Hallsville Football Stadium during October. Yeah, that's uh, I I can I can say because I was here when they dropped that that playoff game last year to to. Uh, I, I'm trying to think, who who did they drop the playoff game to last year? Bowling Green, that's Bowling who it was. Green, I yes. was here uh, live-tweeting that game, and, and let me tell you, my uh, my hands were not feeling too good after that one because I believe with the windshield and some light flurries, we were into, into single digits, maybe even lower. But we'll not think about that right now because we're still in the 70s here in, in early September, and I'm sure everyone listening doesn't care about the weather anymore and wants to hear some Hallsville football. So we'll give it to you. Hallsville's about to kick things off. Here we go. Second half about to get underway. Hallsville will be kicking it off to the Pirates. Let's see what this Hallsville defense can do. They were on their heels all of the first half, and there's the kick, and it skids all the way to about the 20 picked up, and there he goes to the 30, 35, down at the 37. So that's where Jones is tackled, and Boonville will start their drive. Yeah, it certainly seems like Hallsville was trying to keep Jackson Johns, who already has a kickoff return touchdown, from getting any space there on that return. 
because it was essentially a squib kick and actually got some good roll on it down to the 25. But with how much it died on the grass and how long it took to get there, by the time John was off and running with it, he was only able to get about 10 or 12 yards before he was met with Indians defenders. And on 37, not the worst start in the world, but I think Hallsville will take it compared to how the, some of the starting field position went in the first half. So here comes the Boonville offense breaking from the huddle over there on the sidelines. Hallsville fans getting into it here. Can they force pressure with their front four and get to Caton? Caton hands it off, and that's Troost, and there he goes. And he gets the first down and more, bouncing it to the outside there down the Boonville sideline there, and he gets the first down and more. That was potentially a touchdown-saving tackle, and it looks like it was G excuse me, Garrison Ballard who made it because Troost turned that thing up, fielded at about the 50, and Ballard dragged him down from behind. If Ballard doesn't bring him down right there, there is a whole lot of green grass ahead, and with the speed of Troost, he may still be running and celebrating the end zone right about now. I can't say for sure, but I think Ballard may have just saved six points and a 63-yard rushing touchdown for Troost. So not a good start for the Indians' defense as Boonville gets a first down on their first play of this drive by Troost. And there goes Caton. Caton, and we got a little bit of movement and Whistle blowing blown. whistles. I'm going to guess by the stoppage of play that this looks to be some sort of false start or a legal motion by the offense of the Pirates. So we'll see what the flag is. Hallsville, the way the Boonville offense is moving the football, Hallsville will take just about any help they can get in the penalty department. They sure they sure could use it, or either that or it's some sort of turnover forced. Hallsville defense on the season in the turnover department hasn't been incredible. They've recovered four fumbles but have not yet picked off a pass. They could use one of those right here. Allowed just 46 points in two games. Not bad, but they're, they're probably going to beat that average of 23 a game as Boonville's got 21 alone in the first 24 minutes. So the referees again pick up the flag. No flag on Boonville, Boonville for a legal formation or a false start. And there goes Caton to the outside. Bounces it to the outside down the sideline by his Boonville Yes, he gets out of bounds, first down there by Caden, bounces it to the left, to the outside, down the sideline, there where his teammates are, and what a run there by Caden, and gets the first down, and they are now on the 48-yard line of Hallsville. I'll tell you what, with Garrison Ballard, and it may just be because Boonville has had success getting past the defensive line of Hallsville, but it seems like Garrison Ballard is in on every tackling attempt. And there he goes up the middle is Caton, and Caton gets about four or five yards still again. Caton running right up the gut, goes right through his offensive line as they're blocking for him, and he gets a couple yards. That uh, looks like a four-yard gain right there for the Pirates quarterback, and it's the same old, same old. There have been some huge chunk plays like you saw with Truce a couple minutes ago, but more often than not, it's been four-yard gain or six-yard gain, and that's why you see such long drives here from this Pirates offense, and they're already off and running. Once again, clock's ticking to over a minute and a half used up on this drive. So second down and six on the 34 for Boonville, and Caton hands it off to Truce, and there he goes again. Truce finding the seam. Runs it up the gut, and he gets about five yards, about a yard short of the first down. Nice tackle by defensive end DJ Larkin. He essentially gets truced by the ankles and brings him down from behind because uh, maybe not a whole lot more gained on the play, but certainly a first down would have been picked up if not for the tackle by Larkin, and now you're going to force Boonville to pick it up in a third and one. So third down and one here for the Pirates. 
And Caden's gonna take the snap, takes the direct, or no, it's Truce, excuse me, there he goes, bouncing it to the outside, the 15-10, and he tries to stretch out for the pylon and knocks it over, but the referee is saying he is out of bounds at about the, yes, 15-yard line, or I mean, excuse me, five-yard five line. Yeah, that was a wildcat formation there by Truce, running right all the way, and when he's able to get a running start and move his way, yeah, there's not a whole lot of Hallsville defenders that are going to be able to run stride for stride with him, and it looks like they're going Wildcat on back-to-back -back plays. Yeah, so Wildcat again, and the snap is to Truce, and there he goes, but a good job right there by the interior front four of the Hallsville Indians defense, able to collapse on Truce and stop him there. Looks like he only got one yard, and so now the ball is on the four-yard line. Yeah, that was Kale Nichols right in the thick of things of that tackle. Back-to-back -back plays where Booneville tries to go Wildcat, and Truce looking for his third rushing touchdown of the game. Ran right into a wall there. It was first and goal from the four. Now it's going to be second and goal from the three. And you would have to think we're probably going to see three straight rushing attempts from the Pirates if that was what it takes to score six here and punch it in. They're going Wildcat again. Yeah, so second down and three on the three-yard line in the red zone here. Here they go, Wildcat again. Truce gets the snap. He goes to the outside. But again... Hallsville's defense able to take him down, and it looks like he lost about a yard. Great job there. Xavier Stinson followed that one all the play, all throughout the entire play. Truce was running left from the jump, and Stinson, one of the outside linebackers, met him at the spot, and it looks like that's going to be either a gain of nothing or even a loss of yard. So heck of a play there by Stinson to not only keep Truce from getting towards the end zone, but really keep from gaining any, anything. Yeah, gain of nothing. So third down and goal at the three. Fans and the cheerleaders chanting defense. Can Hallsville get a stop here? Here comes the snap. Caton's got it. Quarterback keeper bounces it to the outside, but he's taken down. What a tackle on the far sideline. Caton trying to turn the corner. If he does get around the defender right there, we're looking at six, but the tackle was made. I couldn't tell exactly who it was, although from the looks of it, I think that was Aiden Lampkins who dropped him down. Regardless, that's a huge tackle for Hallsville. Loses two yards on the play, and now a fourth and goal upcoming. Biggest play of the game so far for the defense. Yeah, great tackle by Aiden Lampkins, making his presence felt on defense. Fourth down and five. Wildcat. Fans on their feet. Wildcat formation. Truce in the backfield for Boonville. Can they find a way to punch it in? And it looks like they're going to take an early timeout as the play clock was winding down. So timeout, Boonville, 7.43 here in the third. They're on the Indians' nine-yard line trying to punch it in to retake the lead here on the Show Me Sports Network. We will take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. 21-22, Hallsville up 22-21, 7.43 left in the third quarter. Fourth down and five. Can the Indians stop the Pirates? They are driving here 
and they are trying to punch it in, but can they get a stop and hold him and keep him off the scoreboard? Truce throws it into the end zone, and he is able to haul it down. That was the old jump pass right there. Tyson White, one of the wide receivers, leaked behind the defense. That's the second time Hallsville's been beaten with a jump pass like that. And who would have thought Dakota Truce, now already has two rushing touchdowns, adds a throwing one to his resume from five yards out. What a play designed by Boonville, and they retake the lead here early in the third quarter. What a drive to start off the second half. And now Boonville lined up for the extra point. Here comes the snap, holds down, kicks up, and it's good. Boonville now up 28-22. And, man, that's got to be a killer for the Hallsville defense. Could have got off the field, not giving up any points, and held them to, you know, it held them from not getting into the end zone when they had the ball on the five-yard line, first down and goal, and almost stopped them three straight times. But Boonville able to capitalize. And now an official timeout here. Don't go anywhere. This is definitely the game of the week, and you don't want to miss it here on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense attention indians fans here's your chance to help the student athletes of hallsville by becoming a member of the hallsville athletic boosters your gifts help provide all hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford you can join the hallsville athletic boosters this season for as little as 25 dollars. membership is open to everyone interested in joining look them up on facebook by searching hallsville athletic boosters or email them at hallsville athletic boosters at gmail.com let's go indians Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. Boonville just scored a touchdown. Their ship is sailing. The Pirates answer 28-22 now. And here is the kick by the kicker, Parker. And the kick is up. And a little squib kick. And it's going to be recovered by Hallsville. Way to get down on it. And now they will start at about their 40-yard line. So here comes Colton Nichols. And he had three rushing touchdowns there in the first half. And let's see what they can do here to start off the second half. Yeah, he's going to need some more of those rushing touchdowns in order to keep up with his Boonville offense in the second. Nice work there by Lampkins to fall on a kick. And how can Hallsville steal the momentum right back? That was killer right there to allow Boonville to score from fourth and five. Let the receiver truce, though, the jump pass for the touchdown. And that could have been a big swing in Hallsville's favor after the drive went essentially four and a half minutes all the way down inside the goal line. But can't look back on that one now. Got to move forward. And that starts here with a touchdown drive. And with the success that Hallsville has not only had scoring, but with the two points conversions, if they drive this one 61 down yards down the field, they could jump back out in front, showing 28-22 right now. 28-22, Boomville on top with 7.40 left here in the third quarter. And we got a little bit of a stoppage here. Officials spotting the ball, looking over at each other, discussing something as I speak. This is interesting because, I mean, it was pretty clear that 
uh, that Lampkins fell on the football right there. He came up with it. There was no debate about it. So I don't really know what the discussion is. Yeah, the ball is spotted right now at the 39-yard line. There's a couple of Hallsville coaches looking at a screen of some sort right in front of us, and it looks like that's what the ref is waiting on. He's currently having a conversation with head coach Justin Conyers, but there's something going on with the screen down there that is, is holding things up. It's not like this game is on TV, so it's, it's not from broadcast production <laughs> standpoint. So a little interesting. Certainly the first time we've seen this all season. Maybe with the stats tracker, I honestly don't know. Yeah, trying to figure something out. I think it might be something with the officials who are working the chains, the first down markers. Had a little problem over there on the sidelines. Yeah, that, that could be the case as well. Looking on the far sideline, I think one of those first down markers may have broke, which obviously is a problem because you need first down markers to play the game of football. You definitely do, that's for sure. They're not lucky enough to have the yellow line on the field like you do when you're when you're watching the game. So oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that'd be pretty cool if, if Cole <laughs> Nichols knew is he saw that yellow line and he would yeah. go. But mm -hmm. sadly, we haven't made it that far technology-wise. Yep. Maybe one day we'll get like a football field that has like a screen under it that like that, makes it. That would be really underneath. cool. Yeah. I feel like some like technology geek would figure that out how to do that someday. Yeah, definitely not us journalism majors. That's for sure. No, definitely not. All right, here we go. Play back and underway. Nichols hands it off to Fowler, and there he goes. He gets about six yards. Good run there by Fowler. And now we have an injured player down on the field for Boonville. So that cows, looks like a calf injury for one of these defenders on the Boonville defensive line, but trying to get up. It just is having issues with that shin. It was a nice run on first down for Fowler. Bounce it out to the left side and got north and south. That's one thing I love that I've seen about Harrison Fowler so far today is is not really trying to beat you east to west bounce outside he is willing to run it right up the middle get north and south and that's what you need out of your running back on plays like this on first down where you're trying to get five or six yards and make a manageable second yeah it's been great to see fowler back out there and playing for the hallsville indians and as we have an injured player down for boonville hopefully he is all right and able to get up but we will take a quick break here on the show me sports network don't go anywhere we'll be right back since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software. Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. Play about to get back underway. 
the injured player able to get up and make it back to the sidelines and there's the snap and Nichols for a second looked like he was going to hand it off to Fowler but instead he tries to run it up the gut and Boonville able to swarm him there and he doesn't get any positive yardage. That was one heck of a play by the D live and Abram Taylor. That might even be the injury replacement for the defensive lineman who just left the game for Boonville as Taylor made that tackle on Nichols and gained nothing on the play. You go from second and four to now still third and four and you would assume Hallsville would go for it right around midfield, but who knows? Yeah, right around midfield, Hallsville on their own 46-yard line. Hands it off to Fowler. Fowler, and he is able to turn it upfield, and that is a first down. A little extra burst of energy there as he gets spun around, and he gets it. First down, Hallsville. Fans liking that. Keeps the drive going. Well-needed first down. Yeah, that was a tough run by Fowler. They run it up the middle, and he was mad at about the 47, which would have been short of the marker, but he continued to churn those legs and essentially spun himself around all the way up to midfield. So got two more than he needed, or actually got one more than he needed, but all that matters is the chains are moving, and now Hallsville at the 50-yard line on the first and 10. First down and 10 at the 50 for Hallsville. Nichols gets the snap, fakes it to Fowler. He drops back. He looks deep down the field, and it's incomplete. Throws it over the head of his wide receiver. Number 13, Xavier Stinson. Stinson was open, but just the pass sailed over. There were a couple receivers in the area. Like you mentioned, Stinson, I think that was the intended one, but Gage Harrison was also running that direction out of the slot, and it kind of just sailed in both of their directions. Don't know exactly who it was intended for, but a little too much mustard on that one because if it's brought in, they're potentially looking at the ball at at least the 20-yard line at Boonville and maybe even more if it's caught in stride on the run. So we made the opportunity there, and now empty set in the back for this could either be a pass or a design QB run. Here he goes, second down and 10, a design run. There goes Nichols. Nichols goes through. Nichols first down and more. Great blocking by the offensive line. He saw some green grass. He went through the hole, gets the first down and more. Great run by Colton Nichols. 18-yard dash there by Nichols, running left all the way as he was all back there by himself. Everyone else, the other 10, used his blockers, and Nichols showing off the speed right there. Those are some of the runs you love from Nichols when he's all alone back there in the shotgun because he just gets a real nice running start. So by the time he's coming head on with a pirate defender, he's got a whole lot of momentum, and he used that there to fall forward all the way up to the 32. Yeah, great job by the senior stout offensive line, and there goes Nichols again, faked it to Fowler, but he's able to be brought down. Great job by Boonville getting into the backfield and holding him there to only about two yards yeah Maddox Douglas was in the backfield for the tackle right there before Colt Nichols even really knew what to do with the football and I think he actually lost yards looks like they're going to back him up to the 34 so Douglas gets the tackle for a loss a really fine play for the linebacker at Boonville to keep it it's hard to keep Colt Nichols contained but he did it right there now second and 12 upcoming so Nichols lost two yards there second down and 12 they are on Boonville's 34 yard line here with 5-0 three left here in the third quarter here comes the snap Nichols has it hands it off to Fowler he bounces it outside to the right side he jukes bounces bounces it around one of his blockers and he gets a well-needed 
big gain there on second down and 12, but now there is a flag down on the field. Yeah, got Hallsville to about the 23, so you're looking at a gain of 10 or 11, but if this is a holding call, not only is the run coming back, but Hallsville is going to have to be backed up even further. That was a nice run there by Fowler. Like you mentioned, he was bouncing it outside and then juked through a couple defenders, but it looks like that is not going to count. Hallsville is going to be called for a holding here to back it up. Yeah, so that is going to hurt the Hallsville offense here as a holding call is made by the referees as the yellow hanky was out on the field, and that's going to back him up. Now it's going to be second down and 18 on Boonville's 40 with four minutes and 48 seconds left here in the third. Let's see what Boonville can do here. Definitely four down territory, but they got to be smart and get some yardage here on second down and 18. Got to be positive, can't be negative. Here comes the snap. Nichols gets it. He drops back. He rolls out to the right. Looks back over to the left. What a catch there. There he goes, the 30, 25, 20, and he's out of bounds. What a catch. That was one heck of a play design. Xavier Stinson started on the right side of the offensive line and ran a drag route while Nichols in the whole offense was rolling right. Stinson got all the way across the field on the left side of it, and that's not an easy throw for Nichols to make. He had to come all the way back across his body, and when you need 18 yards, it looks like that's about what Nichols and this Hallsville offense picked up. Beautiful play design with Stinson. We've seen Hallsville a couple times his number on great play designs. That was just another example right there. Needed 18, and Hallsville gets 19. Yeah, a great throw across his body by Colton Nichols and a great catch by Xavier Stinson to get 18 yards in the first down. Now Hallsville at Boonville's 21, just outside the red zone. There goes Colton Nichols, quarterback read up the middle, and he gets nine. Yeah, taking that one up the middle all the way. Once again, the interior offensive lineman. I mean, the tackles have been great, too, for Hallsville. But I really want to shout out Jaden Walters, Garrison Ballard, and Riley Barnes, the three on the interior of the line. Because when Hallsville is right up the middle, especially with Colt Nichols, they are creating running lanes. You saw it again right there as that started at the 21, and Nichols got to about the 11, and really wasn't hit till about the 11. And I think they're going to move the change on that one. It looks like it. Yeah, so Nichols does get the first down. So another first down to keep this drive alive for, for the Indians. 3.36 left here in the third quarter. Hallsville looking to tie it up. There's a handoff from Nichols to Fowler. Fowler bouncing it to the four or three yard line. What a run by Fowler there on first down and 10 at the 11. He gets eight. Big, tough physical running there by Fowler. He was being dragged bound by the jersey. That back of the 41 was almost at about his knee leg just because of how hard it was being pulled down. But he kept the legs churning and now just three yards away from Hallsville at the very least tying this game up. They can get a first down, but you'd love just to see them punch it in right here. Pistol formation. Here we go. Pistol formation. Second down and two at the three. Hallsville trying to punch it in. Nichols hands it off to Fowler, and a swarm of Pirates get to him there, and it looks like he lost two on the play. Tyson Ellison, who's already got a sack on the game, was in the backfield before Fowler even had the football. And after only needing two yards, it now looks like Halls was going to need a lot more than that as that one loses to third and four now upcoming. And Hallsville, you never want to root for injuries, but with an injury now on the play for Boonville, they are going to get a chance to talk it over before this play. You just hope that the injured defender for the Pirates is all right. Yeah, hopefully he's all right. We got an official timeout, 2.44 left here in the third quarter. Boonville's up by 6, 28-22. We're going to take a quick break here on the Show Me Sports Network. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. We got a drive and the Indians are in the red zone and they are knocking on the door. They are down by six right now, but they are wanting to punch it in. Injured player OK makes it to the sidelines for Boonville. Can Boonville make a stop? 2.41 left here in the third quarter. There's the direct snap. And there goes Nichols. And Nichols is able to bounce it in. An extra burst of energy. Touchdown, Indians. Tie ball game. Four-yard rushing touchdown for Nichols. His fourth touchdown of the game. And what a move. He took on Riley West, the defensive lineman, head on and just said, get out of my way, put West on the ground. And Nichols was dancing in the end zone. That's now four on the ground. And Hallsville a chance to now take the lead once again with a two-point conversion upcoming. So Hallsville looking to go for two here again. Nichols bounce it, bounces it in for his fourth rushing touchdown of the night. Another nickel in the bank. So here we go. Two-point conversion. Hallsville lined up. Here comes the snap. And it's thrown and it's caught. So Colton Nichols fakes the handoff to Fowler. He finds a receiver in the back of the end zone. And it's Xavier Stinson hauling it in. And now Hallsville takes the lead 30 to 28 with 232 left here in the third quarter. I'll tell you what, Xavier, Xavier Stinson, when he is open catching the football, it usually comes from incredibly well-designed play. As a tight end and a blocker, they use him in both situations. When he leaks out of there, there is some real creativity that is drawn up before that. And like you mentioned, with the fake handoff there and then the dancing around by Nichols, Stinson was able to get behind everyone. And now Hallsville's into the 30-point mark for the second time this season and has got the lead with 2.32 to go. Biggest thing is here, Boonville back on offense. How much time will they take up off the clock in this next drive? Yeah, we will see what Boonville has in store offensively and see if they will use the clock to their advantage. What a drive there by the Indians. Now up by two, 30 to 28. Colton Nichols put that ball in the bread basket of Xavier Stinson there for the two-point conversion. And Hallsville fans are in energetic and on their feet, standing up here. And so is the Tribe. And here comes the kick. 2.32 in the third quarter. Here's the kickoff by the Indians, and Boonville receives it there. There's Jones. Jones takes it to the 30, 35, 40. There he goes again, and Boonville will get great field position. 
Good job by the Indians swarming to him, not letting him get any more yardage, but a good start for the Pirates here. I feel bad for our guy down there, Chase Madison, with KOMU filming the highlights. <laughs> with all these scores, I've watched him run up and down the sideline time after time. It's it's certainly different than a game where we had last week where, where um, Centrelli and Halsell didn't score for like two and a half quarters straight, and you didn't have to do all the running. But with all the touchdowns, uh, he's getting his cardio, and that's Maha, for sure. Our friend Chase Madison is turning into a track star down there, the way he is covering for KOMU. Gonna just give a shout out to Chase. He's definitely doing a great job. I know that. Yeah, and for anyone listening who would like to see video highlights, you can check those out on KOMU at right about 10:15 this evening on Friday Night Fever. So here's Boonville now with their first drive here, or their second drive here, excuse me, of this third quarter, and a good stop there by the Indians. So nothing brewing right there on the first down and ten play there for the Pirates and he's only able to get about three yards so second down and seven at their own 47 are the Pirates. Yeah run there by Kate essentially just running it right up the middle and he met uh, four or five different Hallsville defenders in, in the gray and purple and it, it may not seem like much but compared to how Boonville's moving the ball that's a slight success on first down. So here we go hand it off there goes Truce to the outside there he goes down the sideline and then he sees more green grass and bounces it back to the middle a big time run by truce yeah i mean he gets from the foot 50 to the 30 yard line of hallsville in the blink of an eye once he took that handoff run and left there was there was few people that had run with him and the safeties over the top for for halls were able to make the tackle I believe that was a combination of ski and Seavers, but from their own 47 to 31 of Hallsville, Boonville is off and running once again, and it's thanks to their star receiver, Truce, who has three touchdowns tonight. Yeah, great play call there by the Pirates in the handoff by Caden to Truce as he turns on the Jets and hits the extra little turbo boost as he gets all the way down to the 32-yard line of the Pirates. And there goes Caden, and he gets about two or three. So, excuse me, he... 37-yard line is where they started there as Truce turned on the Jets. And, uh, all right, well, I, I was right. Were, yeah, 32-yard right. line, my he, bad. He got, sorry. About, he got yeah, about yeah. three yards and makes it second and seven. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Sorry for a sec. I, I was right, and then that two looked like a seven, but and I got new glasses, so, you was, know, it, it's definitely glasses. a two, you know. Yeah. It, it was me, not the glasses, that's for sure. Okay, second down and seven, ball on the 29 for the Pirates. See what Boonville can do here. Can they find a way to score a touchdown and take back the lead? They are driving, and Hallsville's defense still on their heels here with 17 seconds as the clock keeps ticking down here in the third quarter. And that looks like that might be the last play of this third quarter. So Boonville is driving up 30-28 to 28 as we go to the fourth quarter. And we are in for a barn burner, and this is going to be a heck of a fourth quarter, Halls especially. Hallsville up to 30 to 28. All right, excuse me. Yeah, Hallsville up 30 to 28. Boonville driving, and we'll see what they can do here in this fourth quarter. 
In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world. Receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. It is now the start of the fourth quarter, and this is a game, and it has just been going back and forth from quarter to quarter, and this fourth quarter is going to have a lot of fireworks, and we will see which team comes out on top with you know these 12 minutes that will be played here yeah also currently trailing by two or winning by two pardon me so you've got to feel good where they're at but the way boonville's been able to move the football and take precious minutes off the clock you would think they're probably going to burn another couple here on this drive unless they turn it over and then depending on what Halsell does boonville could set themselves up in a very nice situation in the mid to late parts of this fourth quarter i don't want to get too ahead of myself and hopefully the third down stop up coming here that would be great against boonville who's going wildcat on this third and two yeah let's see what they do here truce in the wildcat and he's now looking over to the sideline looks like they're going to try and change things up but he's still in the backfield right now getting the play and let's see what boonville can do down down by two 30 to 28 hallsville as we start this fourth quarter there's the snap there goes truce he goes to the outside and he gets about say three yards so good job by a swarm of indians they're able to get to him as truce tried to bounce it down the sideline yeah truce was well aware of where that first down marker was snapped at the 24 only needed to get to the 22 and once he got that uh, got to that marker then tried to bounce outside and dj larkin was there for the tackle but uh, at the very beginning of that play just getting turned up field shoulder squared up towards a first down marker and picks up five to move the chains so Troost able to get the first down there. So first down and 10 just inside the red zone on the 19-yard line of Hallsville. There goes Troost. He bounces it to the outside, and there he goes, turning on the Jets. Turbo speed hits the pylon, and they're going to say he's in. Touchdown, Pirates. 19-yard rushing touchdown for Troost. Showed off the speed there. That's his fourth touchdown of the game. He's contributed to every one so far. And, man, is he something special for this Boonville offense. Dove into the pylon, just got it in. And Boonville back out in front as this back-and-forth contest continues. So Boonville now takes the lead up 34-30. to 30. And, wow, what a run by Truce. He looked like he was going to go to the middle. No, he shimmy-shaked, juke to the outside, and ran it up down the sideline and dove towards the pylon, knocked over the pylon and was in for the score and now Boonville going for two here Troost has got it in the wildcat formation and he goes in and scores and so Boonville doesn't just get the extra point there they go for two and now they're up by six and big momentum shifter early here in this fourth quarter with Boonville up by six 
and Hallsville's defense trotting off again, giving up another touchdown. Yeah, Hallsville's going to not only have to score here, obviously, because they're losing this football game by six, but with 11-16 to go, Hallsville really, if we're being honest, needs to take up at least four or five minutes on its next position. One, to give their defense a rest, and two, just to essentially, if they do score, not give Boonville a ton of time who's moving the football essentially at will at this point. I mean, every single drive so far for Boonville, they've had six of them, and the only time they didn't end up with them in the end zone was when Truce fumbled and they were moving the ball that drive too. So Hallsville not only needs to score a touchdown here, but by the time Boonville next next touches the ball, there really needs to be less than seven minutes left on a clock that right now has 11.16 to go. So we will see what the Hallsville offense has in store here in this fourth quarter. They are now down after they were up and then Boonville put a touchdown on the board and now they're up 36 to 30 with 11 16 left here in the fourth quarter and now the pirates will be kicking off to the indians and we will see what nichols can do here to drive his offense down the field and hopefully punch it in for six and i bet they would go for two you know if they score a touchdown to have a little bit of leeway on the scoreboard and here we go looks like harrison and lampkins back to receive for Boonville, but they often onsided it in the spot. And there's the kick, and it's a little squib kick there, recovered by the Hallsville Indians there, and they're going to start at around the 40-yard line. So again, great field position for Colton Nichols in this offense. Yeah, Isaac Stinson caught that squib kick on the fly. Didn't do a whole lot with it once he had it, but own 40-yard line couldn't ask for a much better start to the drive for Hallsville. So here comes the offense trotting out on the field. And Boonville's defense coming out as well. Look for, the, look for this drive out of Hallsville to really try and run the football like they have for most of the game. I would expect, expect Xavier Stinson, the tight end, to be used as a blocker almost entirely this drive. And it looks like to start this play, the running back, Harrison Fowler, is going to go out as a receiver. So trips right and strong right. Uh, I would say there's pretty good odds that Nichols is a QB run to the right. I agree, Ben. There's the pass from Nichols to the outside to Fowler there. And great job by Boonville's defense. Able to get him down. It looks like he might have lost one yard there. Well, maybe it was too predictable that Nichols was going to run right. And that's when they pulled out the screen pass to Fowler. But all he does is get back to the line of scrimmage for no gain. So second and ten. So no gain. They just flipped the play right here. We're going to go strong left and trips left for this Hallsville offense. Six men on the line of scrimmage and three wide receivers. So no gain. Fowler able to get back to the line of scrimmage. Nichols gets the snap. He runs right up the middle. There he goes. And a first down by Nichols. What a run. He put some heck of a move on the defensive tackle crashing on the play. Didn't see exactly who it was, but I believe that was number 71, Riley West. And Nichols jukes him out of his shoes and gets into Boonville territory to the 47. Yeah, first down and 10. And Colton Nichols gets the snap, throws it over to Fowler. There he goes. Fowler, the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, and he's in. Touchdown, Indians. 47-yard receiving touchdown for Harrison Fowler. What a way to get back into the end zone for the first time for that guy all season long. And it was the exact same screen play as two plays ago. Just run to the opposite side, and the blocking was impeccable by the Indians. Fowler had green grass ahead. Didn't even have to break a tackle, and 47 yards later, we're tied at 36. Yeah, what a play design screen on the other side, and it worked. So now a big two-point conversion upcoming. Only a minute off the clock taken there by Hallsville on that drive. Defense is going to have to come right back out, too. Recipe of success for the Indians. All tied up here. Indians going for two. 
36-36. Nichols takes a quarterback read, and he's in. Hallsville puts eight up on the board, and now they are up 38-36. Well, and even though that drive was quick, if you get in the end zone and you take the lead for Hallsville, so you can't ask for that much more. And all it took was three plays, the screen pass foul on the first play, the run by Nichols for the first down, and then literally when I say the exact same play, it was same formation, same setup, it's just that Harrison Fowler was lined up on the other side of the field. And this time the blocking, like I mentioned, could not have been better. All the wide receivers on that side, it was Landon Seviers, Aiden Lampkins, both had impeccable blocks and gave their running back Fowler green grass to run right through and he was off to the races. No one was tracking him down. I'm sure that feels good for the kid Fowler in his first game of the season. Yeah, great job by the Indians right there, able to drive down the field and put up eight on the scoreboard. Now up 38 to 36 with 10-17 left in this fourth quarter. Hallsville fans loving that, and so is that student section, the Tribe. How about Colt Nichols, who now has got 14 total touchdowns through this now his third game of the season. He's got four through the air and another 10 on the ground. He's been effective, only thrown two interceptions. And for the moment, gives Hallsville the lead. Now can the defense get to their first stop of the second half and only their second stop of the night? Yeah, let's see what Hallsville's defense can do. They have been on their heels all game, but Colton Nichols has found a way to put them back up and in front. Now they are up 38-36 and the Indians are kicking back off to the Pirates here with 10-17 left in the fourth quarter. Here comes the kick. Look out for Jones. Jones and got it. Jones has got it. 35-40 and Boonville, Hallsville, excuse me, able to knock him out of bounds at around the 39-yard line. So great job special teams-wise by the Indians. Jones a good job to get Boonville into some manageable and good field position as they start on Hallsville's 39-yard line. Or, I mean, their own 39-yard line. So third drive of the half upcoming for Boonville. They've had all right field position, own 37, own 44, and now own 39 where they'll start this one. And you can pretty much guess that if this ball is going to be moved on the tribe, it's either going to be with Caden on the ground or with Troost on the ground. That's been the formula, and that's why Troost currently sits with four touchdowns. So Boonville with the ball on their own 40-yard line. First down and 10, down by two. There's the snap. Caden's got it. He fakes it to Troost, tries to go up the middle. Great job by the defense. Swarmed right to Caden, and Caden only able to get about one yard. Second down and nine. Yeah, he was met right at the line of scrimmage there. Really never had a chance to get the legs churning. And now a second and ten are coming. Looks like we're going to have a quick substitution for Hallsville on defense. Heading out on the play for Hallsville will be number 42, Lucas Hullett. And checking in will be Zane Lyons. So not able to get any yards there on the first down. Caton with the ball, fakes it. There goes Caton. He's looking, looking over and incomplete. He had to scramble out of there. Good pressure by the Indians. Do want to apologize. It was actually number 59, Riley Barnes, who checked in on that play on defense at linebacker. And he was actually in the vicinity of where that throw fell incomplete. And now third and ten upcoming. They haven't got the big stop yet. Can Hallsville force Boonville into a fourth down here, whether it be forcing incompletion or getting a sack here on the quarterback, Caden, although I would expect a run here. Here come the defense chants by this home crowd. Caden with the ball. Dropping back, Caton looking, pointing down the field. 
Then this one is caught by Truce, and it Incomplete. looks... Incomplete. Nope, oh, they no. ruled him out of bounds. That's huge. Wow. Incomplete. It looked like for a sec he was in bounds and had it, but no. He is out of bounds, and that one will be incomplete. Well, Caden was rolling right all the play and tried to hit his receiver heading toward the sidelines, and now the referees are having a discussion maybe to overturn this to a complete pass. It was certainly close. They didn't see what receiver he hit, and the Booneville defense or Booneville head coach is now shouting something towards the ref, but they're not going to overturn the call. That'll stay incomplete and bring up a fourth and ten. So it is incomplete. The referees all got together. They did not overturn the call. So now third down. And they're even backing him up, so that might have been a holding call on that play or some sort of penalty because Woodville is not only backing up, they're backing way up. This is pass yeah. interference on the offense. Yeah, so it looked like, you know, it would have been a fourth down there for Boonville and they would have punted it, but there was a penalty on that third down. Yards. And so a 15-yard penalty, and now it's third down and 25 for the Pirates, backed up at their own 25. This would be a big stand for the Indians defense. Be the first one of the night if they can make the Pirates punt it. But there goes Caton, Caton finding a way to just get uh, actually a lot of yardage, gets past that one marker and for a sec, you know, Hallsville able to get to him and knock him out of bounds, almost got 25 yards well, back in the first down. That's real rough for Hallsville because he got just about 23 on that rush, and now you would have to think fourth down and very manageable. I know it's their own side of the field, but you only need two here, and with Truce lining up on the Wildcat, they're going to go for it. Yeah, fourth down and two. What a job by Caden to get 23 yards there on the third down and 25 that's, after the personal foul penalty. Truce in the Wildcat formation. This may be a hard count play. I don't know if Truce is actually going to snap it here. There's four seconds left on the play clock, and it looks like that snap was never going to be made. So Hallsville staying strong, not jumping there. Excellent execution. That's exactly what you need to do in a hard count. And even though Hallsville, you can't let that third down scramble happen of 23 yards, but depending on what, what happens out of this huddle, they may still force a stop anyway because they didn't fall for the hard count right there. Yeah, let's see if this defense can find a way in the Indians to stop Boonville. This would be their biggest stop of the night. Fourth down and two. The Pirates called a timeout there to rethink what they want to do here on fourth down and two on their own 48. This would be a big time stop, especially for the Indians if they can hold Boonville here on fourth down and two, get the ball back up by two, and then put, you know, on the board six more points if they go yeah. down the field and score a touchdown i have no doubt that hallsville can get the ball and go score a touchdown the thing that worries me is can they get the stop right here boonville has moved the ball at will but none of that will really matter if they get the stop right here you would forget about all that and now in a four the two situation we don't know for sure they haven't lined up yet but i would guess we see truce in the backfield again and try to run the ball with their most athletic player We'll see, though. It's a it's very interesting call here because if you don't convert this, you're setting Halls up with a very short field, but still nine minutes to go, so a long, long way in this one. And here we like, go. It looks like Truce is going to line up in the backfield. Yes, Truce is in the backfield. Fourth down and two. Fans on their feet, banging on the bleachers. Fourth down and two. 9-12 left here in the fourth. Truce in the Wildcat formation. Here comes the snap. Truce has got it. He bounces it to the outside of the right side. And Hallsville is able to swarm and get him. And he loses about two or three yards. What a job by Hallsville. And Boomville turns over the football. Big turnover there on downs. And what a 
stop by the Indians. And now here comes Colton Nichols in that offense. And momentum is definitely in their favor. And they can put up more points here to expand their lead. That was the most penetration that the Hallsville defensive line has gotten all night long. They swarmed Petrus running right side all the way. He really never had a chance. And that's a huge fourth down stop. And it looks like we had an injury on the play. So we will take a quick break, but Hollisville gets the stop of the game so far. When we're back, the offense will take back over on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need Need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. Hallsville now with the football after the turnover on downs. And there goes Nichols quarterback option there on first down and 10 with 8.55 left here in the fourth quarter. What a stand by that Hallsville defense, the biggest stand of this game. And they came through. Now can Colton Nichols take his Hallsville Indians offense down the field and find a way to tack on more points and expand the lead. There's a pass outside to Fowler. They set up the screen. There goes Fowler and he goes down the field to the 35-30 and that's where he's tackled. First down and 10 there and Hallsville keeps the drive going. Hallsville can really put the nail on the coffin with a touchdown and a conversion on this drive. Starting in Boonville territory for the first time all day. There goes Nichols quarterback option. Bounces it to the left side. Gets about two yards. Crucial that Halls will take advantage on this drive. Just the second time all game long that they have ended a Boonville drive in anything other than a touchdown. They get the turnover on downs, and now with eight to play, it's up to Hallsville to take advantage. The Indians playing fast here. A little no-huddle look. There they go. Set up the screen again, but Fowler drops the ball as Nichols throws it over to him, and they're going to call that one incomplete. So... It was interesting for a second there whether or not they were going to rule that a backwards pass, which would make it a lateral. Fowler fell on it, but thankfully it was a forward pass because if that's a lateral, that's losing seven yards. Now still a long third down to go third and nine, but much more manageable than what would have been third and 16 had that been ruled a lateral. Yeah, third down and nine, so good job by Fowler just to fall on it there. The pass was forward, was not backwards, so it was not a lateral Third down and nine there on Boonville's 29. They go set up the screen again to the right side. And Nichols throws it over to Fowler, but he's able to only get about two or three yards there on third down and nine. So we will see what Hallsville is going to do here on fourth down. Well, Hallsville looks like they're going to call a timeout here and talk this over. Right? We haven't seen them even think about attempting some sort of kick so far this season. So you'd have to think fourth and seven that they're going to go for it and We've uh, out of timeouts so far in this game. You've seen two big plays from Hallsville, or actually more than that, but a couple big plays, especially on passes to one of their wide receivers, Landon Seavers. What do you call it right here? Needing seven yards on a drive that could potentially put the game away. It's it's not. I wouldn't say the biggest offensive play of the game, but it could have the biggest impact if they pick this up because not only keeps the drive moving, 
but it could lead to if, if you score six here and then add on the two-point conversion, it would make it a two-score game. So huge play upcoming. Halls was obviously not going to kick it, and they're too close to punt it at the 27-yard line. So I, would, I am intrigued to see what they draw up here in this huddle after the timeout because certainly Conyers called that timeout right away. So obviously he wanted to talk it over. And now here we go. I would expect to see pass here, but I, I would put I, I have a pretty good feeling that we're going to see Nichols rolled out right here on this play. I don't expect him to stand in the pocket. Yeah, we'll see what the Indians do here offensively. The last two plays, they went to Fowler, setting up the screen on the right side. 741 left here in the fourth quarter, fourth down to seven. This could be a big stand for Boonville after Hallsville stopped their offense and got them to turn it over on downs. Can they do that to Hallsville? Boonville needs to stop here, fourth down and seven. And Nichols throws it over the middle. What a play design and a touchdown there. And that's Aiden Lampkins who hauls it in in the middle of the field. What a throw by Colton Nichols to Aiden Lampkins. They fake the handoff. And then Colton Nichols stand it in the pocket. Fourth down and seven. Boomville left the middle of the field wide open. Aiden Lampkins hauls it in and takes it to the house. Yeah, I said they would want to get Nichols rolled out. But with how much pressure was there, he didn't even have the chance to. But Lampkins leaked out into the flat. You and I talked about a half. We hadn't called his name. Who was going to step up? That's the play of the game so far. Finds it up the seam. And under pressure, Nichols delivers a strike and a huge dagger shot right there. So Boonville not able to stop Hallsville on fourth down at seven. And then they go for two. Colton Nichols right up the middle and dropping another nickel in the bank. And now... They go up by 10, huge 46 to 36 here with 7.33 left in the fourth quarter. All the momentum now on Hallsville. It was going back and forth. And now Hallsville is up by 10. What a drive. And that is just a deflator right there for the Boonville defense, especially since they could have stopped Hallsville there on fourth down and seven left. Aiden Lampkins wide open. He was able to haul in the catch from Colton Nichols and punched it in for six. We've seen Colton Nichols make some good throws through now close to three games, but I'd argue that's right up there with one of the best just because of the sheer circumstances. It was fourth and seven, potentially game on the line if they don't get it, Boonville scores. There was pressure all over right in his face. Boonville brought the house. He stood in the pocket, and although uh, although the receiver was wide open downfield in Lampkins, it was still about a 25-yard throw in the air, maybe closer to 15 or 20, and he put it right on the money. Lampkins didn't even have to move, and once he had that football in his hands, it was easy jogging into the end zone for six. So now 7.33 left here in this fourth quarter after the Indians punched it in. Four, six, and then the two-point conversion. They're up 46-36. There's the kickoff, and Boonville able to fall on it. They will start at their own 38-yard line, so they need a drive to get themselves you know, back in this game. They're only down by 10, but they're down by two scores, and they really need to go down in a hurry because time is against them, and they got to put up six. Yeah, honestly, as silly as it sounds, you can afford Hallsville to give up a touchdown here. You're down by 10 points. They can't tie the game. You, what you can't afford is to give up a touchdown that occurs on these first couple of plays. Don't let Boonville get a quick strike earlier than five minutes left in the game to find themselves back in it. If Boonville goes down and scores, but it takes up five minutes, fine. Who cares? There's only two minutes left in the game. What you cannot afford here is a quick play touchdown, especially to Dakota Troost. So here is Boonville with the ball now on their own 39. First down and 10. Pitch to the outside. 
two truce. So Caton pitches it to the outside to Truce and he gets about five yards there. So it'll be about a second down and five for the Pirates. Well, the biggest play of the game so far was how Truce was stopped on that fourth and two last drive. Now I'm sure he's looking to make up for it and get some big gains on the drives. We had seven minutes left. Well, second down and six, Caton with it. And the shotgun, that pass tipped up in the air and almost picked off. That was almost one heck of a tip drill interception on that right side of the line. I think it was DJ Larkin who jumped up in the air and got a hand on it. And it hung up in the air for what felt like whatever, forever. It's just not enough time to bring it down. But the good thing is now a third down and medium upcoming, third and six. Yeah, great play there by DJ Larkin getting a hand on that pass by Colby Caton. Now Caton in the shotgun. Caton trying to find a way to get this first down here for the Pirates. Third down at six, he looks and it's incomplete. Well, what affected that throw right there is Larkin was in Kane's face immediately. He came through almost untouched and got in the face of the quarterback who had to make a tough throw to a sliding wide receiver and just couldn't get him to him. Now fourth and six, you can pretty safely say this is game on the line. Yeah. If, if Boonville doesn't get this, it'd be pretty tough for Hallsville to let him come back. Yeah, game on the line. Fourth down and six on their own 43 for the Pirates. They need this first down to stay alive and still have a shot at getting back in this game. Just and pulling off the upset. One time outlet for Boonville, and they're going to use it. And as they walk off the field, DJ Larkin is hyping up the crowd because that crowd right there before that play got loud. And you have to think it had some sort of impact on Boonville after he burned their last time out now. That's absolutely huge. Because if they pick this up, they're not going to now have any more chances to stop the clock. Yeah, so Boonville now with no timeouts left, with 6.50 left here in the fourth quarter. What a stand, though, by DJ Larkin the last two plays. He was the influencer there for the Indians' defense, forcing the pressure there on the last play to get to Caton, and Caton couldn't fire it to his wide receiver to complete the pass. Wide receiver not able to hold in, incomplete. But then the play before that, tipping the ball, almost picking it off. But now a crucial fourth down and six out of the timeout by the Pirates and Coach Conyers talking to his defense. We need to stand here to put the stamp on this game. And this here be the we final go. Cannonball that sinks the ship. Yes, we will see. Will this be the final final cannonball to sink the ship over the middle? And what a catch! And that's truce. Who else would Colby? Caton go to. Truce found a soft spot in that zone, essentially a deep in route, and gets all the way up to the 39-yard line of Hallsville. It took a while to develop, and Caton bought time, but then Truce had separation on the defense and goes into a slide to make the catch and move the chain. So the ship's still afloat for the Pirates. 6.30 left here in the fourth. There's Caton. He drops back. He rolls out to the right. He comes back to the left. Now he's running. Goes to the middle, and a great job there by Hallsville to get him. It looked like he was only stopped for two, but he kept turning his feet, and he gets upfield for about five. Yeah, that was a real nice play. Looked like he should have been stopped maybe behind the line of scrimmage, but then squirted his way out of there, and is going to end up picking about five yards up on that play when really he should have been stopped for no gain. Looks like they're going to rule it second and six. So second down and six here for the Pirates. 6-19 left in the fourth quarter. They need a touchdown here to get back within three. Caton takes the snap. Caton rolls out to the right. He's looking. Stays behind the line. He fires. And right by the first down marker, by the sideline, 
That's a nice catch made right there by Ethan Watson. What a catch, yeah, by Ethan Watson along the sidelines. What a grab. Yeah, he didn't have a whole lot of room to work with, but he got the feet down, gets out of bounds to stop the clock, but only 6.08 left. Boonville down by 10 and no timeouts. Ideally, if you're looking at this for Boonville, they, you probably need to score here in the next two minutes. Yeah, great catch there by Watson. First down and 10 now for the Pirates. There he goes to the outside is Caton. Caton breaks a tackle. There he goes upfield, and he gets tackled at around the 18-yard line. Yeah, that was a nice piece of work there by Caden, following his blockers to the left side. Was, was pretty patient there. Wasn't running north and south until the blocks had fully developed. Then turned it upfield and powered his way to the 19-yard line. It looks like that's we're going to put it down. So it's right at the marker, and it's going to move the chain. So now in the red zone. So another first down by the Pirates to keep their ship afloat. Snap by Caden. There he goes, rolls out to the right. He's looking. He throws deep. Corner of the end zone. And that one is caught oh my goodness what a catch take a guess at who it is oh my goodness it was dakota truce who else would have came down with that one and the right corner of the end zone gets both feet down nfl style there what a catch there by truce yeah truce ran the out route there and kate rolled right and bought him some time and then truce goes up into the air hangs on to the football and that's exactly the touchdown that boonville needed to keep themselves in this game now down four with 540 to play first touchdown of the game though for Caton. yes first passing touchdown by colby Caton. 46 42 boonville going for two here with 540 left in the fourth quarter truce gets a wildcat formation he throws it and what a catch and Boonville gets the two-point conversion and number 12 Jackson Jones if he's not doing it on special teams he's doing it on offense what a catch as Truce fires a missile to Jackson Jones for the two-point conversion and Boonville answers with eight of their own and they're back within two yeah Truce and Kate really teamed up for some heck, heck of a plays on that drive and just once again, Dakota Truce is having another incredible game for the third time this season. How many stat, How many guys can you look at a stat line and say that guy had three rushing touchdowns, one <laughs> passing touchdown, and one receiving touchdown? I mean, it's it's special stuff right there out of him. He already had gaudy stats coming in, but now you add in the rushing touchdowns of 27 yards, 4 yards, 19 yards. He threw the passing touchdown from about 4 yards out, actually 5 yards out, and then gets the receiving one there of 19 yards, and now we've got a game at 46-44. Yeah, the jack of all trades for the Pirates and Dakota Truce, and we will see what the Indians can do here. Boonville's defense needs a stop to urgently get the ball back in their offense's hands. Down by 2 with 5.40 to go. And Boonville will be kicking this back off to the Indians here. Colton Nichols ready to come back on the field and put together another drive for the Indians and hopefully ending in six. But we will see here. Here comes the kick by the Pirates. More importantly, they just need to burn some clock. 540 to go. If you can get this under two minutes, it'd be a success. There's the kick. It, kind of an onside kick there. And uh, is, yeah, great recovery there by the Indian special team, so they will have great field position again. They're going to start with this ball right in midfield. I get the decision right there, trying to steal the ball back, mm -hmm. but it was kicked right at the Hallsville hands team and falling on with ease. Now Hallsville, they don't, they don't have to go too far to punch this in the end zone. Hallsville, great field position again at the 
yard line at their own 49 first down and 10 538 left here in the fourth quarter also scored on all three drives so far in the second half we're gonna make it a perfect four for four although like I said a minute ago I don't think they'd be too upset if this drive were one to take it down to about a minute minute and a half 46 44 Hallsville up by two Boonville's defense needs a stop how about six touchdowns for Colton Nichols two passing and four rushing his his strong start to the season continues. Howard to believe he's only a junior. Yeah, this junior has been doing it all. He is the Swiss Army Knife as a quarterback. And if there's an MVP award for F and F, I know it's early, you know, we not even through three weeks, you know, this being the third game of the week. We still got five eighteen left here. But if there's an MVP award at the end of the season, Colton Nichols might be a fan favorite, that's for sure. For sure, and foul there, it just gets three on the first down carry, so gonna need bigger chunks than that if Hallsville wants to wind it down now at five minutes. Let's see what Hallsville does here. They're Nichols letting the clock run. The whole play clock down, like you just said. Yeah, smart by Nichols, he muffs the snap though. Nichols picks it up, he looks to the outside and he throws it, what a job by Colton Nichols as they're letting the clock run there on that play. He kind of muffed the snap, fumbled it. He rolled out. A swarm of Boonville players came to him, but he was able to find. That was one heck of a play by Colt Nichols because he refielded that snap at his own 48 and actually dropped the ball, and then it ran back, was essentially 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage. The plan was to design QB run, and that's what you could see all the way. But then Nichols realizing at the last second that he had his receiver lane and receivers open, who makes the catch. Not only do they get back to the line of scrimmage, they pick up two yards on the play, and now it's third and five with 448 to go. That was all Colt Nichols right there because that should have been a big loss and he turned that into actually a gain of two. For sure. Great catch there by Landon Seavers to be in the area. There's Colton Nichols. Gets the snap there on third down and five and gets about four yards. So they're going to mark him a little short. So it's going to be a fourth down and one here for the Indians. Here we go. This is big right here. It's, it's going to be strength on strength. You would have to assume it's probably going to be Nichols carrying the ball. And what can this Boonville defense can't stop the clock to discuss it? You would assume Hallsville's going to wind this 20 seconds down. Third, or excuse me, fourth down and one to go. And with four minutes left, this could potentially ice it. And Hallsville is in no hurry, so I would guess that they're going to tall a timeout with one second on the play clock. Yeah, we will see what Boonville does defensively. Hallsville offense, though, going to let this play clock run down, and they will call a timeout. So with 4.01 left here in the fourth quarter, don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Show Me Sports Network here in Hallsville, Missouri, as Hallsville's up 46 to 44. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop. Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. 401 left here in the fourth quarter. 
Boonville down by two. Hallsville has the lead up 46 to 44. Fourth down and two. Hallsville on Boonville's 43-yard line. Let's Can see what, Boonville get a stop? Let's see what Hallsville cooked up in that timeout. It is strong left. There's not only the five offensive linemen, but two more men in there to block. Nichols all alone in the shotgun. I wouldn't be too shocked if he punched it, but I'm guessing a run left. Yep, that's where he goes, and he is going to get the first down up to the 40-yard line. He needed two, and he got three. Yeah, great job there by Colton Nichols getting the ball and finding a way to get through the seam of his offensive line, and he gets the first down, and the crowd's loving that with the first down chance, and they keep this drive alive. And Boonville looked like they were stacking the box there with all their defenders trying to get to Nichols, but they just weren't able to get to him, and a just absolute. Biggest thing about this is now with no timeouts left for Boonville, if Hallsville runs it three times, at the very worst, they can take this thing inside of two minutes. Yeah, an absolute blow to the pirate ship for the Boonville Pirates. And there goes Caton Nick, Colton Nichols. Colton Nichols to the outside. Heads up play to dive down inbounds. Now that is high IQ from your quarterback. Nichols was headed towards the sideline at about the 32, and he essentially just face-planted to stay in the field of play. It may come back because of a hold. But I think the biggest thing to take away from that play is just the IQ of Nichols to not go out of bounds on that play, although it may not even matter. Still something incredibly smart to see. Yeah, great IQ there by Nichols. He was able to get the snap. Looked like he was going to go inside and then bounced it outside to the right side. Offside. Down the sideline, and it was an offsides on Boonville. So great job by Colton Nichols. And it looks like they are going to mark him down at the 28-yard line. So first down and 10, and Boonville is just honestly backed up on their heels defensively, and that ship is slowly sinking, that's for sure, and they need to find a way to not have to wave the yellow flag. It's not over yet. There's still 326 left in this game, but if Boonville's defense doesn't find a way to hold Hallsville here and keep them off the scoreboard and Hallsville punches in another touchdown it could be too little too late if, for the Pirates if Hallsville runs the ball three straight times they can take it down to about a minute so here we go Colton Nichols gets the snap he bounces it to the outside to that left side and he was just able to get about two yards he may not even he may have just gotten back to the line of scrimmage there was a swarm there for Boonville they were expecting that run all the play, and it looks like it's going to go out of no gain. Not the worst thing in the world, because like I said, as we march down to about 3.05, maybe not down to a minute, Hallsville can take it, but they can take it to about, about a minute 15. And that's if they don't pick up a first down. At this rate, if Hallsville picks up one more first down, it is essentially over. Yeah, great eye, Ben. So a, la so a loss of one by... The Indians, second down 11. They are using the play clock to their advantage. And there's Nichols. He fakes it to the running back. There he goes up the middle. And Nichols just keeps those feet turning. And he's able to pick up about four or five. Yeah, that's huge right there because it cuts this upcoming third down in half. Going to take it from about second and 11 to around third down and five or six. And now a very manageable playoff coming. Both Hallsville and Boonville know the play right here is a run. And it's just going to be see who wants it more right here. First down puts the game away. Uh, stop gives Boonville, although not a great chance, but a chance. And we'll see if, if this is the dagger right here if Hallsville can move the chains. We're at 2.07 to go. 
Hosel's not going to even snap this ball. I think they're going to call another timeout before this big play up coming. Yeah, smart by Hallsville using the clock to their advantage. Up by two here, 46 to 44 as they let this clock leak under two minutes. Snap it. Third down and six and a timeout by Hallsville. So smart. They run down the clock all the way down to a minute 52, take a timeout, and they are up 46 to 44 here on the Show Me Sports Network. What are you calling right here out of this timeout? You got to keep it on the ground and keep running the clock, right? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I would think so. If I am Justin Conyers, we will see what he's dialing up right now to his offense as he's speaking to them as they speak during this timeout here with a minute 52 left in the fourth quarter. I totally agree, Ben. Third down and six, the way Nichols has been running the ball, just be smart here. Don't try and do too yeah. much because you don't want to turn over the football. Well, this is is absolutely the game because if they, if they get this first down, Hallsville can take two knees, and, and this one will be final score 46-44. If Hallsville gets stopped on this third down, you can run it down to about a minute 10, essentially, depending on how many seconds run off the clock on the actual play itself. And then that would be very, very interesting at that point to see what Hallsville does if they are stopped short. If they get five here and make it a fourth and one, I bet they probably go for it. But let's say they lose a couple yards here. Do you punch it away and pin back Boonville inside their own 10 with a minute left? Who knows? I, obviously, you'd love to just pick up the six yards here and say nighty-night to the Pirates. Yeah, we will see if Hallsville will be able to say nighty-night to the Pirates. 46-44, Hallsville up by two. Minute 52 left here in this fourth quarter. After the timeout there spent by Coach Justin Conyers of Hallsville. Here's the play there thrown by Colton Nichols. That one's up and it's caught. Isaac Stinson, 24 yards for six. And there is the dagger. No one saw the pass coming, including you and I. And Isaac Stinson could not have been more open. The cannonball shell that sinks the pirate ship and what a throw by Colton Nichols with the defender in his face to Isaac Stinson 4-6. Boonville now up by eight with a minute 45. What a touchdown, what a score for the Indians as now they are up 52 to 44 and now they're going for two to try and go up by 10 to pretty much put the icing on the cake in this one, Ben to go to two and one with a minute 45 left anything can happen but there goes Nichols to the outside but good stand well, by Boonville that's and huge. hey yeah that is huge it's now a one score game so I mean I don't want to say to tell I would never want to tell anyone to not score a touchdown and I don't I don't know what the, what he was told right there but if that ball is caught and he just falls straight down the game is over and now down just eight points Boonville could go tie the game there so I'd be very interested to talk about that with just coach Justin Connors after the game, whether or not there was even a thought there. I mean, it, it could be you're telling a guy score at all costs, and you would. I would never tell someone everyone wants to score a touchdown, but it's something to think about because now it's just a one possession game. If that ball is caught and goes down at, at the two yard line, it's game is over. They take two knees, but it's it's incredibly intriguing. I'll say that much. I, I do want to go back and say though. I would not have had the guts to call a pass play on the third and six. I'll say that much. I can't believe they pulled it out, and it worked to perfection. Yeah, now Hallsville up 52-44. to 44. They weren't able to get that two-point conversion. Hopefully that doesn't come back to bite them in the butt. Justin Conyers aggressively there on the play calling, and they go for two when they could have been safe and got the extra point and been up by nine, Ben. Well, I don't but, know if Hallsville even has a kicker at this point. 
We will see what Boonville can do. There's the kick, and there goes Jones. Good swim to the football. John tried to cut it out to the left side at his own 35, and he was met by three different Hallsville players. And now with a minute 39 to go, 65 yards, stand between Boonville and potentially tying this game. Yeah, excuse me, Jackson John's been doing it all night, special teams, and great swarm there by the special teams of the Indians to be able to wrap him up. So Boonville's going to have to go about 65 yards down the field. Or excuse me, 63 yards down the field to score a touchdown here and then go for the two-point conversion to tie it up. They got a minute 39, but they ain't got no timeouts. Looks like they gave John's forward progress there, which is interesting because he looked like he went east to west on his own, on his own right there. They gave him the extra three yards. Here we go. There's the snap. Caton's got it. He's looking. He's rolling out to the right. And he just smartly goes oh, out of bounds. And then, 15. oh, no. And Caton goes out of bounds. Only got about one yard, but it looks like there's going to be a late hit called. And the flags are all over the field. Yeah. And, yeah, that's going to cost a 15-yard penalty and a big deflation there for the defense of Hallsville because that's going to hurt. Yeah, that's just, he can't afford that. Cade was very clearly getting out of bounds right around the line of scrimmage marker and gets a hit right on the sidelines. And it, almost immediately the flags came out. And that's going to be not only a free 15, but Boonville already into Hallsville territory. And they still have 92 seconds to work with. This is slowly turning into the nightmare scenario. Yeah, hopefully the defense can find a way to make a very important stop. The biggest stop of this game to keep Boonville out of the end zone and then holding them from getting the two. Now Boonville with the ball on the Indians, 46, and a pass thrown by Caton and not able to complete it to his wide receiver, Blake Griffin, behind him actually, and could have been picked off, but hit the ground in front of a Hallsville uh, defensive back. Well, Halls will catch the break because even though it was almost picked off, that throw is on the money to Griffin. He catches that ball at the 25 and catches it in stride. So who knows where he ends up? That's a swing of at least 20 plus yards on the incomplete pass where Griffin was running almost wide open. The only player that was close was that safety behind him. So second down and 10. There goes Caton. Caton's looking. Here comes the pressure. He throws it over along the sidelines and incomplete. Well, was I don't know. I don't know how he got that ball. And I thought he was going to get sacked right there. Heads up play there by Caton to get that thing out of bounds to bring up a third attack. Yeah, great job by Caton. You're right about that, Ben. The Indians brought the pressure, and it looked like they were going to get to him for the sack. But now third down and 10, a minute 21 left here in the fourth quarter. Boonville has got to get a first down here to keep this drive alive. This play and the next play, this is definitely a two-play scenario right now. Here we go. There's the snap. Caton's got it. He's looking. He's moving in the pocket. He fires deep down the field. Looking, looking. No, incomplete at around the 10-yard line trying to get it to his wide receiver. I think that was Dakota Truce. Yeah, they got lucky there because although Truce was in double coverage, he picked up speed and broke. At least from our angle, looked like he had some separation at the last second, and that ball was just out of his reach. If that thing is caught, you're looking at Boonville at the 10-yard line with a minute to play, but it was just out of the reach, and here we go. This is the game. Turnover, Hallsville can run off the clock. 
If Boonville gets it, they keep it alive. They need 10 yards. Fourth down and 10. A big play here for Boonville to keep their drive alive. Hallsville stops him. That would be the game. There goes Caden. He steps up in the pocket. He looks deep down the field. And ball is out. It was, it was caught. And then I think it was a fumble and then recovered by Hallsville. They rule him down. But, They're going to rule him down. And not uh -oh. only that. Then a Hallsville player was arguing with the ref, so that's going to be 15 more yards if that's what the believed call is. That's what it looks like. Truce went up for the catch at the 20-yard wow. line. Ball came out as he went down. Not only did they rule him down, but then when Hallsville seemed to disagree with the call, a late flag came out, and if that is actually the call, it's going to be first and goal at the five. Wow, so what a crazy scenario of events there. Caton escaping the pocket and able to find Truce. The Ooh. Swiss Army knife and the X-Factor for Boonville, their dominant wide receiver in himself. He has been great all game. And then now we got a flag. I don't know what is going and on now, down there on the field. now I think but, another flag on the oh, Hallsville no. defense because the ref just threw his hat. This is not good if you're the Hallsville defense and Hallsville fans and all the coaches aren't liking this. I don't think any got coach all kinds of penalty flags flag. on the field, yeah. If you can just imagine with your hands up in the air, that's what all three Hallsville coaches just did. And this could potentially be multiple unsportsmanlike conduct penalties on the Hallsville defense, who was one play away about five minutes ago from putting this game yep. on ice. And now here we look at Boonville is going to be inside the five, down eight with a minute to play. Yep. And now they're just trying to figure out all these penalties. And the tribe student section not happy about that. And well, it's going to be double unsportsmanlike conduct. The ball's already inside the 20, so I mean... Are they going to move the ball all the way down to the one-yard line? Yeah, this is going to be incredible and just shocking just to see what the referees are going to toy out here. The boos are coming their way, yeah, you know, from the Hallsville Indians on the home side. They're not liking it. And we will see. They're still discussing the flags. Well, it tells you the game ain't over till it's over. That's, no, that's for sure. That, we would have thought about 15 minutes ago that we'd be in the situation. Mm -hmm. And right now, the situation that Hallsville's in, that extra point, is kind of looking like they should have kicked it to go up by nine, especially with these penalty flags. And now, Boonville with the ball, the they're gonna mark line. it at the five yard line. This one goes from the 46 all the way down to the Hallsville five yard line because of the completed pass and some penalties. And now here comes Boonville looking to tie it up. So first down and goal for Boonville. 58 seconds ticking. There goes Caton. Caton with the ball and he's knocked down. Good job there by the Indians to swarm him. Boonville has no timeout so the clock keeps on ticking. We are now down to 43 seconds. Second down about six on the six yard line. Looks like Cooper Rhodes made the tackle on that play. Second down and goal. Do you want to mention DJ Larkin not in the game? And there's the handoff and they stop him again. Truce got close. He got to the two, so he's going to pick up four. So Truce down to 25 the, seconds. Yes, Truce down to the two-yard line. 20 seconds now. That clock just keeps on ticking. Now down to 15. Here comes the snap. Truce with it. He bounces it to the outside, and he's in. The Pirates have found a way to tie up this game with 11 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Somehow the ship was sinking, but... Dakota Troost able to patch up all those holes and they sail right down the field with no timeouts. Can you believe it, Ben? They score a touchdown, but still, 
They have to get the two-point conversion to not tie it, this game. So it's it not over yet. Hallsville is still up by two. Fans on their feet, chanting defense. Here we go. Can they get the two-point conversion to tie it up? And Truce has it. Truce is looking. Truce throws into the end zone. And oh my goodness, it is caught over there in the right corner. Can you believe it? Couldn't see the wide receiver, but whoever came up with that catch, oh my goodness, we have a tie ball game. And it's 52-52 with 11 seconds left here in the fourth quarter. Can you believe it? They had Truce all bottled up in the backfield, and then he raised up that right arm to throw the football and threw it absolutely on the money. And Man, and our friend Chase Matson, man, he's been here all game, and he's still running up and down the sidelines because all, of all the touchdowns back and forth, and now we're tied up. He's going to pull some magic jack <laughs> getting these highlights together because the show goes on about 30 minutes from now, and they're still here filming. <laughs> Yeah, he, he may deserve a, a vote out there for, for all the cardio he's been doing. Oh, for sure, honestly. Deserves an award, that's for sure. They're, they're editing, editing these highlights <laughs> on the sideline. This is, uh, no one else probably cares, but for us broadcast nerds, yeah, this, is, yeah. this is like, this is incredible stuff. Yeah. Back to the game, though. I mean, it's just, the game looked to be over. Halsell won first down, and they could run out the entire clock. Instead, they get mm -hmm. the whole 27 yards to get in for the touchdown. And that ends up coming back to bite them because it left Boonville with a minute and a half, and they used a minute 20 of that to go down and score the touchdown. Who else would it be but Dakota Truce has six touchdowns tonight. That's pretty incredible stuff. And now you would assume Hallsville's not going to be able to do a whole hour with 11 seconds, and this game looks bound for overtime. Although I thought this game was bound for a Hallsville win about 15 minutes ago. So what Yeah, I, I was right with you, Ben. I thought Hallsville would have pulled this one off, especially they could have just put the icing on the cake with the extra point. But no, they didn't, and they went for two, didn't get it. Boonville goes all the way down the field, okay. scores the touchdown, gets the two-point conversion, and now we are in for now overtime. Well, well, there's still 11 seconds left on the clock. We'll see what Hallsville does here. They have a couple plays or two. Boonville, we, the, the, we will see. Boonville just did the squib kick thing again, and Hallsville recovered it right at the 50-yard line. So, I, I mean... Yeah, I, we haven't seen even a semblance of a field goal attempt from Hallsville this season, but Nichols certainly has 50 yards in that right arm. Oh, I mean, he definitely him, does. We've seen him launch it that far, so if he can buy time, they're in they're in Hail Mary range, no timeout, so a, a play in bounds essentially would send us OT for sure. You never know. Anything can happen. So 11 seconds. We'll see what Colton Nichols can do here for the Indians. Fans on their feet. What a game. Game of the week turning out to be just that. Here for FNF, Colton Nichols rolls out to the right. He throws it deep down the field. There he goes, throwing it way down there, and it's picked off by you-know-who, Dakota Truce. If he's not doing it for Boonville on offense, he's doing it on defense. I mean, that was essentially a Hail Mary. You can't be upset at Nichols there. He was just buying time and chucking it down the field, but that ball has some sort of magnet in it, and it goes directly into the gloves of Truce. And with now one second, you'd expect Boonville to kneel this thing out and send us to OT. So one second... And Boonville will kneel it as they prepare to come out on the field is their offense. And what an interception there by Truce. A great idea, though, by Nichols to just try and throw it down the field there to give themselves a chance at a Hail Mary attempt. Threw the ball to about the 15-yard line, but just great coverage by Boonville. Had two defensive, had a defensive back on it looked like he was trying to get it to 
Landon Sievers there along the sideline, and then Dakota Truce was over the head playing safety and picked it off, and Boonville now has it at the nine-yard line with one second left here in the fourth quarter. We're tied 52-52, and they are going to take a knee, but now there's a flag on the field by the opposite field uh, referee. We'll see what he calls here as the game clock expires. I mean, we're just trying to get this to overtime at this point. Yeah, I was. Flag on the field. Yeah, Ball started. That's not going to matter. I triple zeros on the clock. So 52-52, and we're headed to overtime. How about that for your Friday, September 9th? Yeah, would not have thought. Well, I should have known, especially with these high-powered offenses, we'd be in for a treat, and we have definitely. And just to go into overtime, just couldn't ask for anything more, especially well, that, I, that's I, what, you know, a great game is all about. Yeah, and it's – I'm, I'm very interested to see how long this one goes because at this point it's just like how do you stop either of these offenses? They're scoring at will at this point. When you look at the total number of drives, there's been 10 so far for Boonville, and I think they scored on seven of them. And one of the three that they didn't score on, they kneeled it out to send us to OT. And then for Hallsville on their 10 drives, they've scored on every drive. But I think they've also scored on every drive but the two. So they had an interception right there, a truce essentially a Hail Mary, and then an end of the half in the first half. So they, they actually they've scored on every drive but three. So every offense has scored a touchdown on seven out of ten drives. That's incredible efficiency. And the, when you when you go by those odds, who knows how long this game could go into overtime? Oh, for real, especially the way both of these teams have been playing, and especially for Boonville to battle back with no timeouts and drive it all the way down the field, get a touchdown and the two-point conversion. We will take a quick break here on the Show Me Sports Network. Don't go anywhere. Overtime upon us here in Hallsville. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your your last line of defense. Attention Indians fans, here's your chance to help the student athletes of Hallsville by becoming a member of the Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Your gifts help provide all Hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Hallsville Athletic Boosters this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Hallsville Athletic Boosters or email them at Hallsville Athletic Boosters at gmail.com. Let's go, Indians. 
Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state of the art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one of a kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more. Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. And we are now going to overtime. 52-52. Hallsville found a way to go up 52-44. But then Boonville goes on a miraculous drive to tie it up and then get the two-point conversion. And now we're here in overtime. And now Hallsville will start with the ball on the 25-yard line, first down and 10. They get the first possession here in overtime. And there goes Nichols. He breaks free, and he walks in for the touchdown. Colton Nichols. Well, best starting field position of the day for Hallsville because they get it at the 25 of Boonville. And Nichols says, I need just one play to run it in for six. That is the fifth rushing touchdown of the game for Nichols. But the bigger story was a slight limp at the end of that play. Hope he's all right. But momentum yeah. right back. On Hallsville's side. Yeah, Eight hope, touchdowns for Nichols. Yeah, excuse me, Ben. Yeah, hopefully Nichols is okay there as he hobbled, as he went across the goal line. What a run. Another nickel in the bank. What a run. Colton Nichols doing it again. Hallsville answers first play of overtime on Boonville's 25-yard line. This two-point conversion is absolutely huge. Yes. Because there has, even though they converted it a moment ago, Boonville hasn't had a ton of success in that category. So this is big time. Here comes the two-point conversion. And there goes Nichols. Nichols to the outside. And he's able to get it in. I, but then there's a flag by the is, opposite field. I think this referee. is going to be a legal block. And that may have been oversold a little bit by the Boonville defender who essentially torpedoed himself into the ground in order to sell it. But that outside block, I think, is going to cost a two-point conversion and make Hallsville try it again. Yeah, so a penalty there, and it looks like it's going to be a legal block by Hallsville. So Nichols faked the handoff to Fowler, and then he took it himself to the left side and bounced it into the outside as he just got into the end zone by the pylon. And then flag came out by the opposite field referee and that's gonna back him up so another chance and a crack at it for the Hallsville offense here for the two-point conversion I don't think you can say what they're chanting on air I would I would say that much 
Yeah, you cannot, that's for sure. He's got it. And there's Nichols, what a throw. Is he able to get it? He stretched out and they're gonna call it no. That is a No, tough he was not call. able to stretch out and get the two point conversion. It looked like the receiver on the play. I can't tell exactly who that was. I think it was Xavier Stinson. It looks like he had broke the pile in there. They rule him short. And that is a tough, tough call right there because now a touchdown or a two point conversion could win it for Boonville. Yeah, what a throw there by Colton Nichols to give the Indians an opportunity to get the two-point conversion. Was caught by Xavier Stinson, but great job by the defense to swarm to him and not let him stretch out, not able to get the football over the goal line for the two-point conversion. And now as it stands, Hallsville does take the lead here in overtime, 58-52, but they did not get that two-point conversion. We will see what Caton can do and Troost for Boonville. Can they sail the ship to victory here with a touchdown and a two-point conversion? Can the Pirates find a way to get a recipe of success here? And we will see, can this Hallsville defense stop them here? Here comes the Boonville offense trotting out here for their drive now. Can't discredit the fans. I don't think a single soul is left. There goes Caton, and Caton breaks free. He's to the 20, the 10, the 5, and he stretches out. And they're going to call him in. So what a job by Caton. So Nichols, first play of their overtime opportunity, he scores. And then Caton does the same thing for Boonville. Yeah, Kane was out the gate right there, turned on the Jets to the right side of the field, had to fight through a little contact inside the five, but stretched his way into the end zone. And yeah, I think we all know exactly what they're doing here. Oh no, they're, I, I totally forgot. Boonville has an actual kicker, so they can just kick this thing and win the game. Boonville's kicker, this is you, definitely... We haven't seen anyone else kicking extra points all season, so yeah, you forget that that's even an option, but yeah, Boonville puts this thing to the uprights. They walk out of here, 59-58 win. Halsell did block it earlier, but it was blocked and went through the upright, so. Yeah, this will be the biggest kick of the season for this kicker for Boonville. If he's able to put it through the uprights, Boonville will take the win on the road after being down 52 to 44. If he puts this thing through the uprights, they will go on to win by one. Looks like Ross Brackman is going to try and send this thing to the uprights to win the game. This is a very pr high pressure situation for Boonville's kicker. One of definitely the biggest ex biggest extra point of his high school kicking career. This game coming down to a game winning extra point just doesn't feel right. I just don't think that's how they should <laughs> Regardless, he puts it through the uprights. Boonville wins 59-58, and here we go. Here we go. Will he put it through the uprights? This is a big kick. Can Hallsville find a way to get in the backfield and block the kick? Fans on their feet for Hallsville, trying to make some noise to try and block it. That kicks up, and it's good. And the Pirates have sailed the victory, and the Pirates upset the Hallsville Indians at home. They beat them 58-59. What a win for Boonville as they win back-to-back. -back. They beat Marshall last week. They knock off Hallsville here at home, and they go to 2-1 and one in Hallsville. Heartbreaking loss in front of a sold-out crowd here in Hallsville, and they drop to 1-2 back-to-back losses, and that's got to sting. Yeah, that's a tough way to end a football game, that's for sure, especially one with about a minute and a half to go. 
Halls will look like they had this one well on their way to a victory and a 2-1 start. But give credit to Boonville. They stayed in this thing the entire way. You got to give the MVP to wide receiver Dakota Truce. I don't know if I've seen quite a performance before like the one he had tonight. And then cool, calm, and collected Rackman punches that thing right through the uprights. I mean, that was that thing sailed through. I think that thing would have been good for maybe 35, 40 yards. So uh, credit to them there. And now a much less fun postgame show coming for us. Yeah, great game, great win for Boonville as their kicker makes one of the biggest kicks of his high school career as he nails it through the uprights. Boonville wins 59-58 here in Hallsville. Great win. Don't go anywhere. Justin Conyers will be here with us for the post-game show here on the Show Me Sports Network. What a win for Boonville, but a heartbreaking loss for Hallsville. Don't go anywhere. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt, and the post game will be here in a few minutes. You've been listening to Hallsville Indians football on the exclusive home for Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Hallsville Indians football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Cartier. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hallsville Athletic Boosters, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, and Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in Mid-Missouri continues as you're just moments away from the exclusive post-game show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Hallsville Indians football on the Indians Radio Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. This is the Hallsville Indians postgame show on the exclusive home for Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew will discuss their thoughts on tonight's game as well as look ahead to the next action for the Indians. Exclusive postgame coverage of Hallsville Indians football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society. Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. And Zealous WBGT. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Hallsville Indians football on the Indians Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field of the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. Heartbreaker in Hallsville as the Indians drop this one on this Friday, September 9th, by a final score of 59-58. They fall at the hands of the Boonville Pirates in overtime, as this one was an incredible game from start to finish. Justin Kraft had the call alongside myself, Ben Schmidt. Thanks for spending your Friday night with us. 
You'll hear from tonight's head coach, Justin Conyers, in just a couple of minutes. But we've got a game to break down before that. We just witnessed a three-hour absolute marathon here in Hallsville. And sadly, it's going to end with Hallsville dropping their second in a row and falling to one and two on the season. And just about 20 minutes ago, maybe it was a little longer than that. It didn't feel like much that much long ago. But Hallsville, with about a minute and a half left, looked to be in control of this game. Up by two, one first down, could run the clock off. And they got that first down. But it also took them into the end zone, put them up eight points, and left the door open for Boonville. And they came sprinting through that door and tied this game to send it to OT. Yeah, it just seemed like right there the Indians were just not able to pull through. And what a job by Boonville just sticking with it. Even there late in that fourth quarter where they had no timeouts, able to drive it down the field and make a crucial play and probably the biggest play of this game to give themselves the win especially to tie it up and then get the two-point conversion and then their kicker does the rest in overtime with the game-winning extra point to get them the win by one great win for Boonville now as they have won back-to-back -back games and they go to two and one but Hallsville losing to Centralia last week 26 to 20 and then at home here in front of their home fans and a sold-out crowd and the tribe, the student section showing out, losing by one. That just hurts. Yeah, I mean, I can't, obviously we're sitting up here and I can't imagine it feels too good for those players down there. There's plenty to take away from this game. I mean, this Hallsville offense, I, I think, could compete with just about anyone. But, it, I mean, the defense certainly had its issues tonight. There were plays that came up in big in big moments. I mean, the pass rush duo of Larkin and Nichols, I think, had their moments. And I, I think Garrison Ballard was always around the ball. Xavier Stinson made a couple nice tackles. But they just really were no match for Dakota Truce. He finishes with six touchdowns. How often you can you say that a player has six touchdowns unless you're Alvin Kamara on Christmas Day a couple years ago? But Truce goes six touchdowns, and he gets four through the ground, one through the air, one throwing the ball through the air, and the other receiving the ball through the air. So, I mean, that was just an outstanding display of athleticism from him that I, you, you got to give him the play of the game, which is pretty tough to do when you consider the starting quarterback for the this Hallsville offense. Cole Nichols had eight total touchdowns, five on the ground, and three through the air. It's just a shame it was not a part of a winning performance here tonight. Yeah, truce all around was Boonville's X Factor, and, you know, maybe he is related to Alvin Kamara. You never know, yeah, but I mean, was... he played exceptionally well, and... Just to put up six touchdowns in the stat sheet for Boonville in which he recorded, he was just an absolute juggernaut. And what a win for Boonville. Definitely FNF week three, game of the week. Didn't disappoint, that's for sure. But we will see what Justin Conyers has to say about the loss. And I know you'll be talking to him, Ben. But... I know right now in that locker room, he's, you know, trying to keep his guys' heads up because, you know, there's still a lot of games left. This Hallsville team is definitely a good enough team to, you know, win some games and definitely get into the playoffs and make some noise. But he's just, you know, this is this is a tough one. And I know he is definitely preaching to his team that, you know, keep your heads up. You know, it's, it's still early. You know, we got a lot of football left. And, uh don't you know be too you know mad about this loss let's recap we'll make mostly stick with the second half and keep this one quick also offense was humming in that second half on their first five drives out of the uh, after coming out of the 
coming out of the locker room. They scored, actually scored on all four of their first drives. Let's just put it that way. Started at their own 39, and it ended with a four-yard Colton Nichols rushing touchdown. Started at their own 40, ends with a 47-yard touchdown pass to Harrison Fowler. Then they finally start in Boonville territory at their 45, ends with a 27-yard passing touchdown to Lampkins, and then they started their own 49 and go 24-yard passing touchdown to Stinson. So Nichols' all three passing touchdowns actually came on three straight drives. The one other drive they had in the second half was an interception by Dakota Truce, and it was essentially a Hail Mary play. So offense was humming in the second half outside of that one drive was essentially a Hail Mary, but... uh. Yeah, it's, it, it's a tough one, especially when you look at a player that goes passing touchdown, receiving touchdown, multiple rushing touchdowns, and interception. Thank goodness I was not playing Dakota Truce in fantasy because I was playing Kamara in fantasy when he had six touchdowns a couple <laughs> years ago. So I guess that's that's a win for, for me in my book. But it's it's just tough there because I, we, we kept going over and over and over and near the end of that game. Hallsville had the lead up 10 with about five minutes to play. Boone goes down and scores, gets a two-point conversion. Okay, you're still up two points and can run the clock pretty much all the way down and ice this thing away. And Halsey was on their way to doing that. Third and six with a minute and a half to go. If you pick that ball up, if you pick it up and stay in bounds, two knees and the game is over. The clock runs out. It, was, it would have been mathematically impossible for Booneville with no timeouts to get the ball back. But and I, it's, it's such a tough situation there because you want the points. You think that's the dagger. But I, honestly, I may, may have even hurt them more just because it gained Boonville an opportunity. If you get the first down, game's over. Instead, they go in, and then Boonville had the opportunity. But hindsight is twenty twenty. I mean, that's that's the one thing I do run to reiterate. We know now that it ended up hurting Hallsville. At the time, you thought, huge momentum-changing touchdown. This is the dagger as Stinson goes in and scores. It's just it's an incredibly intriguing situation. And then I think that it, it, the biggest thing there was Hallsville defense could have ended the game there right at midfield on the last drive for Boonville, but the quarterback, Caton, buys time, finds Truce down the field, gets to about the 20-yard line, and then it just be turned from bad to worse when he had any sportsmanlike conduct penalties. It just felt like after those couple calls went against Hallsville that it was going to be real tough for them to keep Boonville out of the end zone, although it got a little dice there down to 11 seconds. Boonville was able to tie the game off. Yeah, and Boonville especially got a couple calls in their favor you know, by the referees, two unsportsmanlike penalties called on Hallsville's defense, which really hurt the Indians, and that was a heartbreaker, and then, you know, Boonville was able to capitalize, but I just think the Indians need to look, you know, forward to next week, now going on the road to Versailles, and find a way to come out that, come out of that game victorious. Yeah, looking ahead for Hallsville, like you said, they go on the road not only next week, but the week after. They'll see back-to-back games against Versailles and Eldon. And we talked a little earlier, those are two matchups you think that Hallsville could come out on top of. Yeah, definitely Hallsville will be favored against those two teams. But, you know, any game is not a gimme, and Hallsville needs to go in there and play, you know, their best football on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively, if they want to go in you know, two for sales, and then they have to go to Eldon. So back-to-back road games coming up for the Indians, and then back home week six against Osage. So we'll see what the Indians can do. But then for Boonville, they will be back home against Southern Boone and then at Blair Oaks. It's going to be a long season ahead for us Hallsville. I'll say that much, but we'll get a couple of matchups on their schedule even further down. It's going to be some fun matchups for us just because they play a Southern Boone team that that's the other broadcast crew here on the Show Me Sports Network so that'll be a lot of familiarity and then they also play an Osage team 
that every other week when you're not with with me on the call and Cameron is, you're covering Osage, so you're familiar with them. So that's that's a couple of things to look forward to uh, coming up. But before we take a commercial break and get ready to wrap this thing up, any other thoughts on the game tonight? I think my vocal cords are about done, Ben. That's fair. I think you, just, <laughs> you, did just do, you just call the game for about three hours. Yeah, yeah. Minutes. You did too. But, yeah, I, ending thoughts, you know, great game. Couldn't have asked for a better, you know, week three game of the week. And bo- both teams, you know, Boomville was victorious, but Hallsville has got to come out of this and say they, they played very well and they matched the caliber of Boomville. It just came down to an extra point and Boomville had the kicker that had enough confidence and wasn't phased at all pressure-wise to put it through the uprights. So Hallsville drops this one by a final score of 59-58 in overtime to kick off this week three of football, high school tonight, college tomorrow, and NFL on Sunday. So we've got a long weekend of sports ahead. But started off here with a Hallsville loss at home. They dropped one and two on the season. Boonville moves to two and one with back-to-back victories. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will send this thing out for the night, wrap it up, final word when we're back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. 
Attention Indians fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Hallsville by becoming a member of the Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Your gifts help provide all Hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Hallsville Athletic Boosters this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Hallsville Athletic Boosters or email them at HallsvilleAthleticBoosters at gmail.com. Let's go Indians! Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference want to make a big difference in your community be kind to others drive safely and put litter in its proper place join us in celebrating eddie goodell's historic major league appearance as a member of the st louis browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor most importantly you're a community member it's our goal to provide you with the latest news sports opinions obituaries classifieds and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. Hello, Blake has to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Ben Schmidt, Justin Kraft back on the Show Me Sports Network. Try to draw it out as long as we could, but it looks like we're going to miss head coach Justin Conyers 
on tonight's postgame show, which is more than fine. He's always been so gracious with his time, not only in the pregame interviews, but the last week after as well. And I'm sure that's not an easy locker room to try and have control of right now following that deflating defeat at the hands of Boonville, 59-58. So we're not going to drag it out too much longer. We're going to let him and that team get get on their way for the evening and get ready into film for tomorrow morning because I'm sure they've got a big week ahead of preparation. And then they head on the road next week, like we mentioned a moment ago, to Versailles. We will have the call on that one next Friday night at about 6.30 p.m. We'll go on the air. You mentioned it in between breaks. That was a whole lot of fun to call. It's a shame it couldn't come out in favor of Hallsville, but it was a uh, one heck of a game. Yeah, great game to call. Glad to be here with you, Ben, for sure. You know, we wish for the Indians and their sake, especially against their home crowd, they would have came out and found a way to you know, win the game and just was a heartbreaking defeat, especially to lose by one to Boomville, 58, I mean, 59 to 58. And they'll just have to regroup and find a way to win against for sales next week. Cole Nichols in his third game as Hallsville starting quarterback puts up five rushing touchdowns and three passing touchdowns, video game-like numbers, but it wasn't enough to stop Dakota Truce and that Boonville offense who had six touchdowns of his own. couple star performances there is what got us to this 59-58 final score. Once again, everyone, thanks as always for spending your Friday evenings with us on the Show Me Sports Network. It's been a lot of fun, and that coverage will continue for us. And then we're back next week in Versailles for these two squads facing off for the fourth game of the season. If you're into softball, too, Justin and I will have the call mm -hmm. of two Hallsville softball games in Mexico tomorrow morning. Those two games will take place at 10 and at 12 p.m. It's been about a couple weeks since we've covered a softball game, but Hallsville and the, and the games we've called, they've put up some real gaudy offensive numbers. Hopefully we see that in the Mexico, I believe it's the Mexico Triangular, something like that. Well, Hallsville will play two games. We'll have both of those for you on the Show Me Sports Network. But ask me all for us this evening. Enjoy what's left of your Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, the last 90 minutes of it, and roll into this weekend. Enjoy some football. Have a lazy day Sunday. Watch NFL all day because I know that's what I'm going to do. But for Justin Kraft, I'm Ben Schmidt. Thanks so much, and take care, everyone. Hallsville loses this one final score, 59-58. Have a good evening, everyone. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Hallsville Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network and the Indians Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Indians the best. Exclusive coverage of Hallsville Indians football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Pond Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. And Zealous WBGT. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Indians Radio Network, your exclusive home for Hallsville Indians football.
Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.